The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. Subhan That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, so sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! Hello, this is Homeboy88 of the Homeboy88 Podcast. If you like hip-hop, video games, pro wrestling, conspiracy theories, and comedy, come check out the Homeboy88 Podcast, constantly in the top Apple Podcast charts. Check out my back catalog featuring some of the funniest wrestling shows ever created. The Homeboy88 Podcast. Search for it and listen today. Time limit. 
approaching the ring from New Orleans, Louisiana, weighing 210 pounds, Absolute Ricky Starks. Tony Schiavone, it has been a game of cat and mouse for weeks between Juice Robinson and Absolute Ricky Starks. Juice named the time and... Whoa, 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 what is... Uh, Ricky Starks, look at the... Wait a minute. So, is that? That's Jay White! Switchblade, Jay White! Part of, part of Bullet Club in New Japan Pro Wrestling alongside Juice Robinson! Did you hear the reaction of the crowd? A shocking appearance and just an attack by Jay White and Juice right now on Ricky. Man, this is shocking. I mean, you know, I was saying Juice Robinson, he named the time and place. He said, meet me on Long Island. Ricky Starks, and this is why. Set up. Juice Robinson set up Ricky. That's what happened, in my opinion. It was a setup all along by Bullet Club. And the, uh-oh. The left hand of God blocked. And Ricky Starks throwing a big right hand. Ricky Starks trying his best to fight off this two-on-one assault. He's a fighter. Starks is a fighter, Giovanni. Yeah, but that's, oh. The, oh, but that's the key, Taz. It's two-on-one. You can't keep your eyes on both men. Yeah, no doubt about that, and I don't like this right now for Ricky Starks. He is in trouble. Jay White is here in AEW. And wow. this, yeah, this was supposed to be Ricky Starks, Juice Robinson, one-on-one. This highly anticipated grudge match, but instead, Blade Runner! Switchblade, Jay White has exploded onto the scene here in All Elite Wrestling. This is major news in pro wrestling that Jay White is in here in an AEW ring. And it's connected out to him right there to his old running mate, Juice Robinson. Switchblade is in the house. The hottest free agent in professional wrestling. Switchblade Jay White has just left. Absolute Ricky starts laying. I'll tell you, I mean, knowing Ricky Starks like I do, he is, when he comes through at whatever point, he's going to get some kind of redemption. But this is shocking, as you guys are saying. Jay White here as in AEW. I'm, I'm sorry, Tans, as you mentioned, uh, Excalibur, this was all set up. It's, it's all yeah, the whole thing was. Exactly. Wow. Man, a lot. Jay White. Oh. What a way to kick off the show, huh? <laughs> yeah, we just received confirmation from ringside. This match considered a no contest. But, I mean, that's that's burying the lead here. Jay White, Juice Robinson, Bullet Club, here in all elite wrestling. No pun intended. What an explosive start to Dynamite here tonight. Uh, absolutely, Excalibur. We did not expect this. Nobody did. I mean, uh, Ricky Stalks definitely did not expect it. Switchblade Jay White, as you said, Excalibur, exploded on a scene here in AEW.
even say, you deserve it, clap, 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 clap. And there are people out there who frankly don't deserve it, losers like Sammy Guevara and Darby Allen, and worst of all, Jungle Boy. with a wandering eye and a tiny little penis. It's true. It's true. But right now, I'd like to tell you people a quick little story that I hope you find inspiring about my childhood here in Long Island, New York. And no, this ain't lore. This is my life. This ain't a villain origin story because I'm MJF 24-7, baby. Now, when I was a kid, and still to this day, I suffer from a learning disability called Attention Deficit Disorder. And yeah, let's clap it up for ADD, huh? Who's got it? And obviously having... Obviously growing up with ADD had its disadvantages at times, no matter how hard I would try to focus in school, it just wouldn't happen for me. Now there was one teacher in eighth grade who just wasn't sympathetic. Her name was Mrs. Benedict, and Mrs. Benedict... Just you freaking wait, I ain't even through with her. Mrs. Benedict would pounce on me like a lion, and she would wait for me to lose concentration, and every day she would say, Maxwell, answer this question on the board. And I would say, Mrs. Benedict, every day, I don't know the answer, and Mrs. Benedict would laugh at me. And then Mrs. Benedict would say, see class, don't be like Mr. Friedman. So after this happened, every single day in school, on the last day of school, Mrs. Benedict pulled me to the side. Can we raise the volume on this mic so I don't have to hunch over like a schmuck? Can you, can you hear me, Long Island? I said, can you hear me, Long Island? Fantastic. On the last day of school, Mrs. Benedict, she pulled me over to the side. And she said, Maxwell, where does your brain go during my class that you can't pay attention? And the answer was simple every time. Professional wrestling. Because I daydream every day, Mrs. Benedict, about being a world champion. And Miss Benedict looked at me and she said, Maxwell, the probability of that happening is slim to none. Well, Mrs. Benedict, Looks like your math was a bit off, honey. Because I just got the key to Long Island. Because this is MJF Day here forevermore. And because I am the reigning and defending AEW World Heavyweight Champion. So I've got a lesson for this class. Don't be like Mrs. Benedict, and by that I mean, don't be a stupid bitch.
classy as and always. And if you're a Long Island kid who's struggling in school, and I'm only talking to Long Island kids because, Daddy, I don't talk to disgusting pores. If you're a Long Island kid and you're struggling and people are, are telling you you can't accomplish your dreams, just know if you bust your ass, you could be anything you want to be. Except one thing. Me. <laughs> because my name is Maxwell Jacob Friedman and I'm better than you. Well, MJF Day officially. I don't think he's done. Oh. He's still holding the mic. Officially over? We can only hope. Be in mass people now, Taz. You, left what I you know what? You know what? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, do you people want to hear an encore or what? What? Oh, pennies from heaven. I said, do you want to hear an encore? I said, do you want to hear an encore? We practiced this for months. I said on my tempo, you bum on my tempo. I'm sorry guys, gotta deal with idiots constantly. It is not your fault, it is not my fault. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. We will get through this together. I know. Jungle Boy Jack Perry, thankfully, putting an end to MJF Day. Oh, but MJF turned things around on Jack. Yeah, it's a fight out here on this ramp. Jack Perry ran it down right hands. Keep choking him, Jack. Keep choking. And MJF, now the security detail, trying to pull the AEW World Champion MJF and Jungle Boy Jack Perry apart. Yeah, it's just getting hairy out here. Not a good they pulled him apart, but I'd like to see them keep fighting. Yeah, members of our staff out here, as well as security, trying to keep...
The following video clip contains strong language and has therefore been rated 18 plus on YouTube NECCA. Viewer discretion is advised. Dynamite. Yes, welcome to the Wednesday night. Uh, okay. Yeah, can I continue on? I am your host, Christopher Amsets. AMBS, like lambs with no well, with bullshit first thing in the morning. 
Um, joining me today is my especially special, sometimes host from the all-Atlantic coast, the doctor and lawyer and sometimes warrior. He always brings the boom because he's the gardener of doom. He's once again been reunited with the very best party after the return of La Sicaria. Jeff Lippman. Jeff, how are you? Hardening it up on coffee. Just coffee. Uh, <laughs> very big announcements. I'm very excited to talk about all things that happen on AEW tonight. And there were lots of, Nigel, can you talk for 15 seconds and then we'll turn it over to my girlfriend, Adam Cole. I mean, Adam Cole. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> bringing it today. Bringing it. All right. Um, also joining us tonight is my usually unusual co-host with the most from the Port Phillip coast, a good friend to you and to me. And fuck the kookaburra. It's him in the old gum tree, Jimmy T of the PWC. Jimmy, how the hell are you, mate? Wide awake. Wide awake. Does my, do I look unusually like, is my eyes like sort of, uh, I don't know, but I just want to say one thing. I don't know how TK does that, man, because it hurts my eyes. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it really hurts my eyes. I mean, look at this clown in the top right corner. <laughs> look, seriously. I don't know. Yeah. You're good stuff because you sound like that... you're in a yellow submarine. <laughs> do I? <laughs> I probably are there, do. Are there blue meanies around you? <laughs> no, what? Oh, now and I thank you for telling me, Jeff, actually, because I do sound like I am, you know. Now I should sound right. Oh, I sound real? Thank God. Thank God. Thank fucking God. Yeah, you can blame TK on that. But uh, yeah, different camera. But I'm good. I'm, I'm happy to be back and I'm ready to shit on to TK. All right. Well, before we get into TK, is there anything from the week of professional wrestling that we need to cover as far as the news? Um, well, <laughs> hmm? kind of a big one for news, but let's just cover the major things. Um, WWE was sold. And uh, Gomez Adams is put back in charge by uh, by Endeavor. So I'm Winston cool. Wolf, and I'm here to solve problems. Mm. Or call well, well, to be fair, guys, we have spoken about it already on, on previous shows. I don't think we need to go any deeper into it, because even though Gomez from the Adams family, or sorry, the McMahon family is taken back over in WWE, the more important thing is, is AEW gonna <laughs> gonna sell out Wembley Stadium in England for All In? Because I'm telling you now, they're not gonna do it. All right, it's gonna be egg on their fucking face. I'm well, telling you. Let's organize a little bit and let's refer them to the Monday Night Machismo, where we talked about the right. current Endeavor news at length, and we did speculate it over the weekend during the WrestleMania show. So they should listen to those shows to hear all about that which is good for us because you're listening to more than one show. Plus, you get lots of entertainment. And believe me, we did not give Raw a pass. We spent the first hour talking about anything other than Raw. But <laughs> there are a couple things AEW-related that we didn't mention earlier, uh, and that was on purpose. But it, it seems that Britt Baker has a back injury, and she's had a back oh. injury for a while, and it's not getting any better, which is why she's... Uh, sporadically on TV in action. Now, she's still in, on TV. The other ironic part is the Thunder Rosa has a back injury. I don't know if it's the same or not, but of course, she is not getting much better. She needs another MRI. Hers has been going on a year and a half now already, and she's not on TV at all. 
Who's Thunder Rosa? Oh, I've totally forgotten no. about her now at this point. Right, it's, it's more like a whimper dandelion. It's true. <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. So, uh, yeah, the women who carried AEW's, AEW's women's division on their back for a while are now apparently <laughs> experiencing back problems. So, yeah. <clears throat> good luck to them, and hopefully they get better soon. You know what? I'm surprised by that, because how does Adam Cole uh, hurt Britt Baker's back? I mean, seriously, think about it. Well, I don't think he blew her back out. I think <laughs> I know, I know. I'm, I'm fucking around. I'm fucking no, I around. know. I'm I'm continued the fucking around. <laughs> <clears throat> but I'm glad because I didn't know that actually, and that makes sense because I was going to say I'm sick of Brit Breaker playing second fiddle to fucking Jamie Hayter. It just doesn't make sense. But now that we know she's injured, it makes sense. Well, I'm sort of sick of Jamie Hayter playing second fiddle to Brit Baker because she's the champion. And then when she comes out. Nobody really cares. And then Britt comes out next to her, and, and she gets the, the cheers. What if the crowd chant wow. when Jamie Hayter comes out? DMD. DMD. Yep, it's true. It's true. And where's Rebel? What, uh, is her oh, back, yeah. Her back hurt, too? She hasn't, she hasn't been <laughs> off for, like, two months. She's got a thick back, so there's no excuses for her. Well, she's 44, so she's got plenty and of excuses. Well, but, yeah, that's true. I mean, it's just weird. It just... Everything's weird. The show is weird. <laughs> yeah, I mean, after Welcome the Welcome to AEW. Uh, yeah, but you'd think... Yeah, this sorry, one Jeff, might have been weirder than most. And, like, I didn't hate the show. It's just, like, this was two and a half shows, except squeezed into one. And it was it, it was too much. And, it, it, I mean, it really ruined the main event. I mean, the, the lack of hype for the main event told you all you needed to know about the ending. Not that it was really in doubt, but... Too, too much happened today in AEW. And I don't know yeah, if they felt like they needed to to steal the news, but why? Because all the news from WWE was was bad or fighting. So why not just let let them like mutually assured dis- destroy each other and dribble out the news, dribble out Nigel McGuinness, you know, later in the week. You know, then you do the Adam um, not Adam Cole uh, Jay White thing. You know, after he shows up. Uh, and this huge announcement it's a big announcement but it's not a huge announcement it's a fucking show in england in in and all anyone's asking as a result of that is how the fuck are they f- gonna fill a ninety thousand? No and the answer no. is they're not they're probably gonna release blocks of ten thousand at a time comp, they're gonna have comp tickets good lord jeff guaranteed yeah they probably will and the only question is how many of those 80,000 tickets is Tony Khan buying? <laughs> well, I have a question that I'm not sure either of you know the answer to. But, um, for instance, Madison Square Garden has several different um, places in the arena. Right. Um, yes, we've, seen the people, we've seen people sell out Madison Square Garden. And really, what they're talking about is that they've sold about 5,000 tickets because there's a section of Madison Square Garden that's basically blocked out for, from the main arena. Does anybody know if there's something similar to that effect in Wembley? Because I can see them selling 15,000, 20,000 tickets, but 80,000 tickets? Well, I'm glad you asked, actually, Chris. And you're right about MSG. It's the boxing that tends to do that most of the times. Yeah. Where they say they've sold out MSG, but really it's the fucking ballroom section of MSG. But anyway, well, they have, um, they have the Hammerstein Ballroom. They've got the Felt Forum, so they do have 
they have a number of smaller significant they do, right. Wembley, That's true. I, Wembley you know, does I it. I remember Wembley SummerSlam a million 92, years ago. 92. SummerSlam 92 at Wembley. At the old Wembley. This one is rebuilt. Is this where Wem Wimbledon is played? No, that's in Wimbledon. Literally, it's a place. Okay. In, 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 okay. So in, the, the so, in London. So the, I don't know. I mean, tennis arenas obviously have many different courts that they right, right. with different seating. Wembley, besides that, I don't. I don't know. Across the street, they do have the uh, the Wembley Arena, right? Uh, but that's separate to the actual stadium. So yeah, and. As far as I'm concerned, they're clearly saying they're at Wembley Stadium, right? I mean, have you seen the poster? They showed the actual stadium. So I'm assuming they're going for, you know, for the 90,000 seater stadium. But if WBE didn't have the nerve to have money in the bank at fucking Wembley, because, you know, at least they're smarter, right? What makes TK fucking truly think he's going to sell out that bill? There's no, I dare say they'll be lucky to get 50,000, man. I'm telling you. 50,000 and that's being generous and <laughs> and the reason WWE didn't sell it out isn't because they were afraid of the tickets it's because it's very expensive to rent oh absolutely so he's going to lose a ton of money no matter what on this <laughs> yeah 100 percent. that's brilliant why it's business man, though. brilliant businessman is brilliant. is there anything that we can think of between now and then that would that would help at least like what do you mean like i'm trying to think of like oh, okay so for instance like there are things that he could do that might help uh sell the arena if he let's say um signed davy boy's son and nick aldis and then announced that as a semi-main event that might get some more tickets sold in london they um, need a big british name i think to help sell this out for sure yeah. at well, least a europe at least a european one like he, they have to go out and get at least somebody from europe i mean we've talked about like um you know the money in the bank is probably going to be a big deal for guys like gunther and sheamus and uh drew mcintyre because and they're Cody all roads well yeah but i mean those guys are all from europe right right and right. cody's african don't <laughs> yes that's right um but uh but yeah, like there's nobody who's even close to a main event spot in AEW that I can think of who's British. Like, Pack? Is that what they're thinking is mm -hmm. going to sell out Wembley? Kip Sabian. Oh yeah, Kip, Kip Sabian. Kip Sabian versus Pack. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, they'll bring back Jimmy Havoc for this for sure. I mean, there's one person they could bring back if he's healthy, and that would be CM Punk. Uh, that would oh, help. They have to actually, Jeff. They. They need to. They actually need to, man. Legitly. If they think they, they've got any chance of selling this shit out, they need CM I mean, Punk. I think that would get them to maybe 20,000, 25, whether that's legit or, or by, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, by resellers, you know, scalpers. I don't know. But, you know, I don't think CM Punk sells out 50, no, 80,000 regardless of the aw card i mean you know I, I think you know even if they got all the new japan and and impact people there as well and did the most super card of all time since starcade it it still is a 25 to thirty thousand max proposition but you know cm punk versus omega maybe there's potential but media info says and cody's cuban we know that uh, <laughs> mikey we just 
fucking around because he's all about the culture, bro. You know, his kid is half black. Haven't you heard him talk about this stuff before? We're just being clowns about him, that's all. We know he's half Cuban. His mother's Cuban, we know that. Listen, he, he's black because I'm Latino. <laughs> well, and also, you know, Brock Lesnar's going to beat him up, so he has to be black. So that's because that's Brock Lesnar's gimmick, is he's the, <laughs> he's the Negro Cuban. Slayer. Lots of Cubans are white. Yeah, exactly. Especially the ones that have a Spanish background, like from Spain, Ooh. European Spain. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, Spanish. Anyway. <laughs> yep. What do you say? Oh, I know. Look at my other comment. I don't know. There's a lot of comments, Mikey. It's hard to go through them, but uh, but Who's anyway, Mikey? yeah. Oh, Media M Five. Media M Five. Um, Does he like Life Syria? Sorry. Does he like Life Syria? Good question. Mike, he likes you? it. <laughs> he's he's like, oh my god, I know, I know. All right, enough, enough. We get it. Anyway, all right. Best comment though for Media M Five so far tonight was that you don't look quite so squinty because of how you opened up the, the show that was funny. well if you want to know why i'm pumpy squinty half the time uh mr m5 I'm, i think you, sh- you would know why it's because he smokes weed <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's exactly but now i just had a, I had a few lines and um, <laughs> i'm flying now dude what are you talking about can't you tell look at my eyes come on now <laughs> All in. Uh, sorry, no. All right. Um, tonight begins with not a match. Ricky Starks comes down yeah, to face Juice Robinson. All in for just a second. Yeah. Because okay. they were not able to use all in, and to the best of my knowledge, Ring of Honor still right. owns all in. But I wonder right. if in the acquisition, they were one of the things they were allowed to use was AEW all in because they're still not selling the all in DVD and all in merchandise. So obviously that's been carved out. That's been put in limbo. So Wait, it was owned by Ring of Honor. It was. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Ring of, that was. Didn't Tony buy Ring of Honor? Well, yeah, that's how we would got the he, rights. Okay, so about ten years ago, Carrie Silkin and Graves Gabe Sapolsky sold Future Ring of Honor to Sinclair, and they owned everything from like 2011 forward. But Gabe Sapolsky and and uh, Carrie Silken retained ownership of everything prior to that. And as far as I know, they still do. Now, what does this have to do with Ring of Honor? I'm not sure. No one, it, it, it's not the date. It's that nobody's sure who owns it. Did Ring of Honor own it? Did the Bucks own it? Did Cody own it? Did Omega own it? They just sort of went it full into of shit. it. It no, was full of shit. It was Ring of Honor all along that actually owned it. They right. paid it, but nobody did any contract. It was all handshakes. And right. and they made it work, but nobody knows who owns it. And they probably could have gotten it resolved had Cody stayed, but he's not. And he's one of the owners. Um, and, and all these other promotions came in probably with, with they probably all, you know, Impact Lucha Underground was around, NWA, all, New Japan, all these promotions came in and did. De- and probably part of the deal was that no one gets to claim ownership of this thing. It's Switzerland. So um, that, that's just my best guess, but it's it's interesting. Anyway, but they probably got permission to call something AEW All In. Or maybe they did it because it's a U.S. trademark. Well, and, maybe. And, and, not a, and not a U.K. trademark. That's actually interesting. You might have a point there. That's Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know if we will find out, but that's interesting. 
No doubt. I don't think we will because anybody who has any issue with it, they're probably not going to sue AEW because it's not as stupid as Court Bauer, and they're still mm. the most likely game in town to do business with them. True. Anyway, That's sorry. True. Chris, take, take us to the through the show, man. Not as stupid as Court Bauer, low bar. Um, anyway, speaking of low bars, the match tonight that was apparently uh, we were supposed to get didn't happen. Ricky Starks comes down to face Juice Robinson, but instead is jumped by said beverage, who brought with him a utensil in Switchblade J. White. Um, <clears throat> that was brilliant, Chris. Well, that was good. I'll give you that. <laughs> Thanks. Jimmy, uh, tell us why we should care about Jay White. Well, I care about Jay White, to be honest, right? First of all, um, but he's he's a talented guy, man. I mean, seriously, I think that you guys might disagree with me, but I like Jay White. I like Jay White a lot. I mean, look at him, dude. He looks like a million bucks. Sure, he's not the biggest guy, but he's damn fucking ripped, and he's nicely ripped, in my opinion. I think he's got a lot of potential. The only thing I'm worried about is how does AEW use him, and by looking at this, just to debut him the way they did I'm worried I'm not gonna lie this is gonna be bad don't associate him with fucking rock hard Juice Robinson I get it they're both Bullet Club but please keep him away from Juice man but we need to hear him talk the one thing AEW have not done for him even in the past is allow him to damn talk he's actually a lot better talking than people realise just let him talk yeah um let him talk. What? What? What's he gonna say? Um, Jeff, <clears throat> do you have any hope for a real run with this guy, or is he gonna be competing for the trios titles like ASAP? Um, first, I want to address sort of Jay White. I mean, I remember Jay White on Excursion and Ring of Honor, and he's definitely Absolutely. a talented guy. He was a bigger, thicker guy there. Now he's obviously more ripped. I would we'll prefer to have a good guy with more bulk, but. I mean, when he's standing next to Juice Robinson, he's a little bit taller, and, you know, he's certainly more rock-hard than Juice Robinson. <laughs> um, yeah. I think the whole Bullet Club thing is tired, and you all remember several weeks ago that, you know, when the whole Ricky Starks and Juice Robinson's thing started, I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, they're going to do Ricky Starks and the lead versus the Bullet Club. Uh, and now the Elite look like they might be on to other things, but who knows? There's a long time between now and then. So it's still, I'm still pretty sure it's going to be Rick, Ricky Starks versus the Bullet Club, whether it's going to be with the elite or some sort of strange alliance, I don't know. Um, as far as what's he going to be doing, I think after this stuff is mired, I mean, it all depends on Tony and the reaction. The AW crowd did definitely seem to know him, or at least right. they popped for the Bullet Club logo. I'm not, I'm not sure which is which. I'm not sure that it really matters as long as you get the pop. Um, but... Uh, it, it's hard to put stock in anyone in AEW that's not Britt, Jade, Adam Cole, a member of the Elite, a member of the BCC, or the, the JAS. Um, so it, it, it's sort of tough to put stock into anyone or anything. I mean, I, I, I prefer him over Adam Cole, but clearly Tony doesn't. And, I, you know, I don't know what to say. Uh, I, I guess we'll see, but we have three and a half years of non-confidence in, in a whole lot of people breaking out. There definitely seems to be a constant upper echelon and then a sort of a, it's sort of a middle that sort of gets lost in the shuffle, replaced by another middle that comes with short times. And you don't really see anyone come out of nowhere and up the card, except for like people like Action Andretti that you don't want to see. <laughs> you, you, don't, you don't need them. Or like 
you know, does anyone remember Vikengo? Did anyone care that Commander mm. was on? I, I, Same I man. Yeah. Bandito has visa oh, issues again. <laughs> oh, he, he, he didn't have visa for the last 10 years, but he's got visa issues all of a sudden. I, you know, I, it, it's a weird place. It's a weird place with weird stories that people just believe and nobody asks follow-up questions. Actually, truth is, I don't know, but he's, actually, he's friends with the right people. Uh, actually, guys, I just want to ask you guys a question. You bring up an actually a real good point, Jeff. Of course, I do. is it is it the is it the talent's fault that that they're not being elevated, or is it the companies? Because progressing as a whole, like you said, is keeping the up and comers sort of stifled in that upper mid card sort of area, and then you've got your you know big names that, that I don't know if they politic or not. They probably do. Are always the same guys at the head of the table no pun intended like literally at the top and it's they're not allowing anyone to come through from underneath and that goes around in all companies right now well particularly wb and AEW. i think it's the company's fault because the company That's... loses control over their talent especially talent that they have long-term contracts over i mean right. if they're unhappy if it let's just pick someone out of the blue if adam cole is unhappy I mean, it's sad, but why would I give a fuck? You haven't been on TV for eight months. You did nothing. And your segment last month, your your return match was the lowest rated quarter of the entire show by over 200,000 people from the beginning yeah, of the bad. show. Even eliminating the people who fell asleep during the Big Bang Theory and just left the TV <laughs> on for 20 minutes, it, 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 still, it still went down by over 100,000 people. For you, Adam Cole. They couldn't. Nobody was all that interested in Adam Cole Bay Bay. They were more interested in pretty much anything else. So, you know, and I don't mean to pick on him. Pick pick another wrestler. But I mean, at the same time, Matt Jackson is is injured. He's got a torn bicep. He's not getting surgery. He's going to rehab it through holistic medicine, which you know Kenny tried for sixteen years till he realized yeah. it wasn't yeah. working. Um, that's, that's very Christian of him to do that. Very. Um, I, I definitely know somewhere in, in, in the, the doctrine that says, do not follow allopathic medicine. I, I, I remember <laughs> that distinctly. And Jesus said, yay, lightning will befall those who engage in allopathic medicine. Um, oh, boy. I think it was the Sermon on the Mount. Something like <laughs> Christian yeah. as fuck. As, yeah. He's Christian as fuck, man. AF, absolutely. I don't know. I mean... You know, I'll say it again. He's he's got he's got the right friends, all all of the Bullet Club adjacent people. So, you know, he'll he'll be around. stuff. he's an interesting guy. He's a talented guy. He can talk. He can move. His in AEW, his size is good. You know, he's sort of he for, for AEW, he's a five tool player. I would say for WWE, absolutely. Player. Um, but uh, I think he made a mistake. I think he went where friends were and where he felt he was more, more comfortable. Well, I think he made a mistake until maybe 24 hours ago. Exactly. When- See, I think that he was a going to go to WWE and then all the rumblings of the takeover and all that shit and Vinnie Mac being back, I think really made him do a U-turn. I, don't know. I, I think he signed two weeks ago. I, you think so? Yeah, they, they planned this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think this is a last minute decision. But maybe if you, but if you're right, you're right. If it turns out it was oh, a We'll, we'll never hour, know we'll, anyway. Yeah, we'll, no, we'll, we'll never, never really know. know. And we'll never be told the truth. You know, maybe in 50... 15- right. 15 years when Jay White writes a book and nobody reads it. 
I can't even see him writing a book, to be fair. But anyway. All of New Zealand will read it. Um, <laughs> all 16 of them. Um, and their sheep, too. Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> as far as your question, Jimmy, is it the company's fault? Is it the, ta- right. is it the talent's fault? It's a little bit of column A and a little bit of column B. Um, I sort of said this in one of our conversations earlier, just with the three of us, so I might as well say it here. But one of the problems that this company has, and it's a problem with some of the professionals that they have signed, too, is that they don't understand the hierarchy of what's important as a professional wrestler. Right. These guys, they kill themselves. They go out and they do everything they absolutely can to get a holy shit chant. Okay? Holy shit chants basically happen for spots. Okay, nobody remembers spots. Spots don't sell pay-per-views. Spots don't <laughs> uh, gain actual attention on television. They don't. They don't pop ratings. They don't do anything like that. It's just, wow, that was crazy. Um, and okay, that's better than people sitting on their hands. But um, this is awesome. Is a better reaction than holy shit. This is awesome though. Is really just people reacting to a moment. Right. Right. They see somebody face to face with somebody they didn't think they would see before. Uh, There's two guys in the ring or uh, Jay White shows up in America, whatever. Right. Uh, This is awesome. This is awesome. This is awesome. A good match is better than that. Okay, in that it can actually hold someone's attention for more than a few seconds. Right. A spot holds somebody's attention for a very few seconds. Uh, A moment can be, you know, 15 30 seconds a good match can hold someone's attention for a little while um but character and good story can hold someone week to week and they can grow your audience um we've seen over the last couple of years here the bloodline storyline has grown the audience of the wwe i would challenge anybody to suggest that that's not what's been responsible for the WWE's growth and audience over the last couple of years. It's a consistent and engaging story. Um, The problem with this company and most of the people who are signed there is that they don't care about consistent story and character. They want holy shit chance, which they get every week and nobody new watches. So that's basically the answer. I agree 100% on that, man. And like Sir James says, it's video game mentality. It's true. Yep. You just want to see the cool thing happen. Well, that's fine. But the best story, like the best video games are actually really great stories. Okay. It's true. Um, That's true also. Absolutely. You know what? DJ Mass Effects. uh, Mass Effect is a great game because it's a fantastic story that's told over three games worth of worth of content. Like this is hours and hours and hours. Like, I mean, if you play all three games all the way through, you're talking about over a week's worth of uh, story. Right. Like you're talking about a lot of story. Um, the Last of Us, the original one, not the second one, but that's a right. great story, and it makes you know it 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 makes for like a huge audience. So story is always going to be more important than spots. But this company and the people watching and or and the people who are uh, wrestling for them don't seem to understand that at all. Well, again, Sir Jam with a with a killer comment. He says, "Holy shit, gets your ankle broke." You're fucking yeah, right. lying. Absolutely, that's, that's exactly what happens. And 
even if that spot, like, even if they, like, that spot will be remembered now because his ankle broke. Okay. Mm -hmm. If they would have pulled off that spot, you would have seen it on, you would have seen a couple clips of it on, on Twitter. You would have completely forgot about it. Nobody would even mention that ROH pay-per-view ever again for the rest of eternity, basically. I agree 100%. And Medium 5 also says to make anyone want to watch for a story or build up, anything engaging to make your mind get involved and want to see more. Well, yeah, that's and that's why I've been saying for fucking near four years now, the entire length of this show, the entire length of the PWC's existence, that the number one thing that AEW needs in order to gain an audience and in order to grow in general is consistent booking um without it it's just oh what's next what's next what's next what's next we've got another huge announcement coming up and i told you in the last three years this is the 49th huge announcement on aew so maybe you're gonna start seeing some diminishing returns from that and i just especially when people tune in to a show and what they hear for the huge announcement is, Oh, we're, we're going to London. Okay. Wembley. Great. Uh, and apparently, uh, medium five says I've got half the question, um, wrong or comment. Cause this is the first part of what he was meant to say to what he said before the past 10 or so years, people have seen bad wrestling due to the little guys who do all the indie shit that has taken over pro wrestling. You now see it more over on TV than ever. Nothing is done. Yeah, to well, make, and to make and, anyone and, want to watch the story build up, right? Well, but and like one of the problems too is that when there are people there who are calling it out and they are saying, "Guys, this isn't the right way to do it," they're basically being told, "Shut up, you old fuck! You don't know what the fuck you're talking about." Mm-hmm. Jr. had that comment that we've mentioned over and over and over again where he said, you know, you guys can't just stand around like quails and wait for the guy to dive on you. Like, that's not good professional wrestling, which was followed immediately by a tweet from Brandon fucking Cutler, of all people. (laughs) If you're Brandon Cutler and Jim Ross tells you to do something, shut the fuck up and do it. Get him his fucking barbecue sauce, you idiot. (laughs) Brandon Cutler responded almost immediately by saying something to the effect of, yeah, tune in next week where, where we'll all stand around and, and, and wait like quails for somebody to dive on us and blah, 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 blah. And that was liked and retweeted by the Young Bucks. And, oh, <laughs> isn't that funny? We used his comment against him. <laughs> These fucking idiots. There are people in AEW who are telling them the right thing to do, and they're being fucking ignored. Adam Page said it, what, like two fucking months ago? Somebody said, oh, you know, there's a lot of really good people there in the, you know, in the background for you who can help and, you know, and, you know, like give you advice and everything. He said, why should I take any of their advice? I main evented the Tokyo Dome. You know, I've done, I've done everything that there is to do in professional wrestling. No, you haven't. You tool. So, uh, yeah, like they're being told. They're not listening. And basically what needs to happen is, you know, Big Daddy Warbucks there uh, needs to basically go up to them and just be like, Adam, listen, (laughs) we need to have a conversation about what you're doing when you go out to your matches. Try to listen to Phil. He has some good ideas, man. 
And if he could do that, then his company might actually fucking grow, but he's not going to do it. So stop expecting it to happen. The problem is, is it's not Daddy Warbucks. It's Richie Rich. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Richie Rich indeed. Richie All right. Richie. Well, Jeff, you mentioned Adam Cole. Next up, we have Chris Jericho, who's talking about Adam Cole. He says that he was very upset last week because Adam Cole took too long to celebrate last week after he beat Daniel Garcia. And, uh, yeah, he did. He basically, Thanks. they had streamers and his girlfriend came out to hug what him. What's up with that It was, it was basically man. Chris Benoit and Eddie Guerrero <laughs> celebrating the their wins at WrestleMania 20. Like, like you beat Daniel Garcia. Right. And, I, and I'm sure Adam Cole and Britt Baker are totally on their own set of all those streamers and all the production people, you know, <laughs> let them fly at the right time and shoot confetti and stuff. So, uh, you know, it's just, uh, I mean, that this show lets us in on the inside too much to ex to expect us to be this stupid about something like this. I mean, right. either let us in all the way, or complete kayfabe it, so that so that you know. But you can't give us one and then say, "We know that you know it's not." But wink, wink, you're in on the joke anyway, and so you, you're going to entertain it, and or or be entertained by it. And that was, I mean, the whole thing you celebrated too long, you know, is that, that it's done. Just like you beat my guy, okay. He, he's my guy and he's a star and you know what I'm not happy you beat you got my guy but you know what you can't beat me um that, that would have been enough not, not this whole silly thing but then it gets sillier yeah because the most boring man in the entire world Keith Lee says that Jericho isn't isn't respectful of my friend Adam Cole I'm so sorry become friends like he's what? limited I don't give a fuck what anyone says Keith Lee is extremely limited. I, I don't like this guy is not a star. I heard Exposed. nothing of, but about how he was going to be a star when he was in NXT. I guess they did a better job of hiding his weaknesses. But that, my God. Well, Sir Jam says Tony's probably afraid of the talent. Does he look like he's ever been in the fight? Well, plenty of them, clearly. I mean, look no. at his eyes. I mean, shit. No, he's just a goose, straight up goose, man. Why? Why would he be in a fight? He's had he's had round the clock security his entire life. <laughs> That's probably true too. Does anyone know what high school he went to? Is that public knowledge? Probably some extremely fancy private school in Britain. <laughs> probably, actually, that is his home away from home. I mean, he's in Britain a lot more than you actually think, guys. He's there yeah. quite quite often. It's only a five-hour plane ride, I, right? I I, from, I do not think one way or the other about how often Tony Khan is in London. No, but that should tell you something, though, right? I mean, I saw him in an interview, actually, funny enough. I think it was and and it's not one. five hours on a private jet. Well, it'd probably be three on a private jet. Mm, yeah. But, he, yeah, sorry, what were you going to say, Jim? Yeah, I mean, but whatever school he went to, I mean, if it was in the United States, it's probably called Exeter or Andover or Choate or Friends Academy <laughs> or, or, or something so fancy that we've never heard of it. I mean, there's always a brand that's so fancy that only the super rich even know it exists. Like there's something called yeah. Alden Shoes that I never heard of until someone said Alden Shoes. I'm like, oh, my God, they're so much more expensive than like Ferragamos or, or, or you know, or the fancy brands that, that you might know. There's, 
there's always there's always something else you know that, that yeah, that's true. out there you know so you know, well apparently talk- it was a high school in illinois where he lived possibly oh, well, but oh, I, I doubt it very much right i uh, I, I think it would be it wouldn't surprise me if it was somewhere in the UK, hundred percent. Because, like I said, he's he's there quite often, and uh, yeah. All right, I don't care where Tony Khan went to school, right. but I do wonder if he had any best friends. Speaking of which, AEW trios titles Before on we do the that, line. Like, just start and take a moment on Keith Lee. Oh because, yeah. first of all, he's aged another ten years since last I saw him. B, more importantly. Wasn't his program against Swerve and Mogul affiliates? Oh, yes. Yeah, you're right. Why is he going to challenge Chris Jericho? I mean, it would make some sense if Chris Jericho came up to him and challenged him, and it turned out that Swerve hired the JAS to go after him. That was the army he was building because both Parker and Trench are injured. But why? How does this make? I mean, I guess this is the reason that Jericho will win the match. Yes, of Swerve. But are we just to forget that he's otherwise occupied with an army coming upon him? But instead, he goes up to to challenge Jericho, who has his own little army of of numbnuts. <laughs> numbnuts. You know, I mean, what, uh, what 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 kind what what foolishness be this? You bring up a. Great point, Jeff. I have no idea where he swerved. Could it, you know what? Is there a chance? Well, yeah, that's true. Talking about how he's building an army. He's <laughs> well, yeah, I can see the whole Sandor Akbar and Paul Jones thing. I mean, well, do you think he might want out, man? Because I'm telling you, there was an interview between him and well, he was interviewing Kenny Omega recently. That were bagging. That were literally giving shit to AEW, bro. Legit on the sw- they were laughing too. Which I found quite interesting, but and then since then we've only seen him once. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, is is he on a trajectory for a world title? No. Is he on a tra- is he anywhere near the interna- international belt at this point? No. Is he anywhere near the TNT title at this point? No. He he had his tag team chance, and and you know they did whatever they did with that. Um, I mean and. Is he in the six-man contention? Well, his two guys just got hurt, so let's see, I guess, who his next two guys are. I mean, if they're even two guys. Right. And apparently, just quietly, guys, uh, he went to the University of Laboratory High School uh, in 2001 and University of Illinois Urbana, uh, what's it, Champaign? Mm-hmm. In 2007, with a Bachelor of Science degree in finance. Yes, I had to look it up. Yeah, University of Urbana-Champaign is, 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 I mean, it's not bad school, but it's it's it, it's not anything particularly impressive. I don't know what that the private school is. I've never heard of it. Yeah, neither have I. Great. I don't care about the school that he went to. I do wonder, though, what color of house he had when he was growing up. As coming up next, we have the House of Black (laughs) defending their AEW Trios championship against the best friends. Well, we begin with three grown men being dropped off for their match by one of their mothers in her van. Uh, Sue, Sue, this goes out to you directly, okay? I want you to look up the word enabling. Um, I know you're just trying to be supportive, but supporting your son's obvious delusions is actually something that's dangerous to him and those around him. So just please look up the word enabling and try to educate yourself about what you're doing wrong here. Please, Sue. I'm I'm asking (sighs) for 
well, for my sake, actually, I don't really care what happens to you. Uh, the heels in this match. What, wasn't the new minivan? Did you know this? If it was new from last time we've seen it? I think oh, probably. It's always been white. I know that much. But uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. I hope so. Uh, you know, right. this thing has been going on since New Japan where Sue has dropped off uh, Best Friend and it still continues to this day in AEW. Fucking crazy. Anyway. What a what long-term storytelling. Long, very long-term storytelling. Mm-hmm. Yep. Who Great does her, her oil changes? Homicide? <laughs> oh, boy. He does look like a mechanic. <laughs> he spurs hell out. He actually does. That's true. That's a good one. Right on. Yeah. Um, super crazy. He'll show up next week in his jumpsuit. <laughs> That's great. Uh, the heels in this oh, match boy. isolate Orange Cassidy before he gets a tag into Trent, who was literally reaching in while standing on the floor. Mm-hmm. What the fuck, AEW? <laughs> like, what are you doing? Uh, anyway, Chuck Taylor continues to eat too much and not run enough, obviously. Um, <laughs> eventually, everyone is everywhere doing everything, and it's impossible to know who's legal before the Australian Bret Hart wins for the House of Black. Wait, wait, there's two Australian Bret Hart's now? I, it's just a comment that I use all the time. Whenever anyone who's not very good from Australia, I say they're your oh, buddy's good in the ring, bro. Are you kidding me? Come on. For the call him Australian here, man. And he, he did, didn't he do a curb stomp? Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what that means. Why? But you know how it is now in today's professional wrestling. Whoever has a finisher that looks semi-decent, everybody will start using it as a fucking normal move. It sucks. Yeah. Even Moxie uses it. Transition. It's also interesting that I mean, you know, I'm glad for him, but Buddy Matthews is usually the pin either, but almost never the pin getter. So that that was, I mean, there's something interesting to that a little bit, anyway. He just doesn't look happy, man. Every time I see him now, it's the House of Black. Oh well. Well, I mean, I take it they're heels again because they're facing faces. I, 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 yeah, that's what I'm saying, dudes. Are they fucking heels? I don't even know. Is MJF a heel? But we'll get to that. Not in Long Island. Well, this that noise that you just make that that you just made, Jeff, could basically be like every episode of the skirmish for the last three years. Uh, Well, like I brought up, Chris, I, I laugh because I listened back to our very first episode. And I couldn't believe the amount of shit we're giving shit to AEW from the first episode. And I thought back then we were into AEW a lot more, but no, I think yeah. back then we were. I think back then we had a lot more faith that they could get it, that right. they could figure something out. But no, I mean they seem to be as clueless as Julia Hart is as to where she should be looking or standing when she's oh. when she's in the ring with the House of oh. Black because that was uncomfortable for me to watch. I'm How glad uncomfortable you... she was. She was looking around going, what am Dude. I supposed to do? I have the belt. You take the belt. I don't want the belt. You had take the belt. Oh, you took the belt, but it was a little too hard and it hurt my hand. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go stand over here now, but I'm looking around and I, uh, it, should I be here? Is this the right place for me to stand? Jesus Christ. I'm glad you brought her up because mentally I was meant to bring that up too. Cause that's what was stood out to me also at this point. Do, do they need her? Get rid of her, man. She's useless no. for the House of Black. That's what I'm saying. No. Fuck you know her how many off. people they could get rid Fuck of in off. this company and improve themselves by just getting rid of them? 
She's only 19. She's got many years to improve. Just she was 19 off. when they first hired her. That was not yesterday. Oh. She, she's well, probably 21 or 22 by now. Is she? I don't know. I'll, I'll look that up. But I, uh, she, she did something funny this week because her original gimmick was a cheerleader. And on Twitter, she posted, True. I hate cheerleaders. Oh, piss off. Damn, dude. Are we that old? Because she was born in 2001. She's 21. You're right, actually, Jeff. But 2001, man. Yeah, well, it's 2023, crazy. so she'll be 22 at some point this year. November is huh? her birthday. Yeah, mine too. So oh, well, there you go. legal. there's a chance. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up here, Christian Cage uh, is there's, there's a backstage video, and oh. it's just him standing in the dark with Luchasaurus. Creepy. Well, Luchasaurus had a new scary shoulder play. Uh, yeah, it was the Legion of Saurus. on it, right? The Legion of Saurus. You know, or Rosaurus. A Godzilla spike. <laughs> yeah. and, and he had a new mask, which is very important because it took them three months to make him a new mask uh, after the copyright infringement lawsuit, which I have no uh, idea what's going on with. But it, You it, said it, new mask? I, I couldn't tell the difference, honestly. I, I really couldn't. Well, it looked black, and there were like little, like mini horns and three oh. rows. That and that was not. I mean, before it was clearly a rubber mask in green. This this looked like it was different colors and a whole different thing. I mean, it it looked scary. They had the red lighting. I mean, I I didn't yeah. mind the segment. It's just it's like Kane all over again. Little, well, yeah. Well, his music even sounded like Kane exactly. when he first it's, It is yeah. a dead set ripoff of Kane's it's, uh, it's, thing. I, I just don't know. Listen. As long as they're not going after Jungle Boy again, it's it's something different. I mean, I, I'm not going to say anything bad about this. Oh, it was just a it's right. just a thing. I mean, it, it's it's fine to see them back. I I just don't know what they're doing. And I mean, you know, I don't know what this says about Christian if he's not healthy enough to wrestle again, or they just want you to think that, or if they just haven't thought anything through. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I'm sort of in, I'm more interested in this than. Keith Lee versus Chris Jericho. Let me put it that way. Oh, well, we'll see anyway. But uh, Sir Jam <laughs> says, I was looking for the fiend with the red room. Imagine that, right? I mean, fuck. This is this is like Millie Vanilli. You've got to be searching high. <laughs> you got to be searching low. I like Millie Vanilli. Come on. I wrote that song. Right? <laughs> yeah, we all did. Yeah. Well, anyway, let's move on from that jungle, jungle idiot anyway, whatever he is. All right, that let's do the that. jungle idiot. We see the jungle idiot later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> and boy, yeah, and boy, was that. Anyway, we'll get to that. Go for yeah, it. Yeah, we will. All right. Next up, we've got. Uh, well, we go from one of the tallest people in the roster to <laughs> one of the smallest people in the roster. I hope she's the smallest person on the roster. Riho versus uh, Jamie Hayter for the AEW World Women's Championship. Uh, okay. Back and forth pin attempts make no sense because how does Riho's weight move anyone off of her? How? That doesn't make any sense. Um, This was not a good match. There was a number of times where it appeared like Riho had no idea what the next spot was. At one point, she stood on Jamie Hayter's stomach and then went, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to go to the top. That's what I'm supposed (laughs) to do. Right. And then she turned around and went to the top rope and missed. Um, (laughs) I mean, and sure I don't mean, and I don't mean missed like in the in the great Muda sense. She just missed her next move. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'm missed. sure it doesn't help that she doesn't speak English, so they can't communicate in the ring. Hi. I mean, they should work out some hand signals or something. I I, I <laughs> yeah, want to. I, I don't want to interrupt. But I do want to back up to a second because Rio 
got a much bigger ovation than the champion, J. May Hader, who Which everyone's been odd. telling me is super over. And this is super odd, but not for AEW because the smaller you are, the more they're going to cheer. Yeah, but Pretty why much. would Riho get a bigger reaction than fucking Hader? That's strange uh, to me. Anime porn fetish. True. Good point. Yeah. yeah. It could be it. Yeah. Could be it. <laughs> yep, that's definitely it. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. So my youngest, Freya, who was watching with me, uh, goes, uh, Daddy, the girl in the white is too small. She might die. <laughs> and I went, yeah, uh, you're right. You ain't wrong. You're right. Um, also, <laughs> also, moving along here, they do an exchanging elbows moment where they trade elbows back and forth. Yes, mm. you heard me right. A 98-pound woman who's about four foot seven exchanged elbows with a full grown athlete in Jamie Hayter. And they just stood there trading. Well, noted be as fair, being one of the hardest hitting women in AEW. Although she would, since she is smaller, right? You'd think the elbows would be kind of razor blades. You know what I mean? Sort of thing. Well, you're, you're suggesting she has talons there. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. She's no. Japanese. Jimmy, there is a reason why all combat sports have weight classes. It is because it does not fucking matter how sharp your elbows are. (laughs) If the person you're exchanging elbows with outweighs you by 60 pounds, I'm trying to give you the benefit of the doubt. Well, they're going to have the benefit of the doubt in that moment. So. If, if, if she is the the better version of Wolverine from X2, where Brian Cox made a version of Wolverine where the claws came out of everywhere, and she actually had those, <laughs> kind, so those kinds of, of right. claws coming out of her, you know, elbows, I, I, you know, that you know, and forearms too, for the matter, that would be one thing. But no, she's just a small pointy, you know. I mean, she's more likely to break her arm on Jamie Hayter than to hurt her. Yes. Agreed. Um, they spend too much time fighting in the corner. It looked like they were trying to set something up, but again, maybe they don't speak the same language, so they weren't able to do it quickly. Um, it certainly seemed clunky. Uh, she she covers Hater after a running double knee in the corner, although Hater's leg was clearly under the rope, which means it's right. an illegal pin. Uh, Aubrey Edwards counts anyway because she's a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jamie Hater wins after a ripcord. Uh, just very very illogical this match was crap very abrupt um, the, the, the the ending was like well well just like the house of black match too all of a sudden there was an ending well to be honest as crap as that match was and i agree with you guys it could have possibly been the match of the night though when you think about it that's yeah, how I'm much not, everything stunk in my opinion yeah i'm not thinking about that um i don't know i just i just I just don't know how you make your champions look strong when they struggle with people who are weak. I, I can't answer that. <laughs> I, I don't know. Storytelling. Again, but wrestling is not Floyd May- Mayweather, where every one of your fights you win the you win the rounds ten nine every one, and that's considered clobbering. But during the course of the match, it's the bout. It's it's sort of dull. I mean, <laughs> wrestling is more action oriented and somebody's supposed to someone's always supposed to slip by kill you or they tweet or or there's cheating or shenanigans those those are for it it, it and cabaret now actually jeff your champions should look strong 
and and when it's time for the person who lost for, for they have a character change they get a manager they join a faction whatever it is then their fortunes change yep look it's batman true. is allowed to have like a whole like a whole series of comics where he's battling against bane and then and then at the end of you know epi- you know of, of of episode 16 he finally defeats bane that's okay cuz bane's an actual threat but if you try to make an actual like comic book run of batman struggling to defeat calendar man uh you did shit wrong so just like clear simple logic here guys riho is a tiny tiny woman she should lose she should lose more than she wins former aw women's champion chris it's okay and that's fine (laughs) i don't even care about that you can give her a run with the title where she where the the person she's yeah where the person she's wrestling slips on the banana peel after she's been beating (laughs) the shit out of riho for three or four weeks for for three months at a time and riho's so hard done by and she's never getting a win on tv etc etc champion slips out of banana peel Riho gets the win, loses it the next week because she's not good enough to hold on to the belt. Fine, I don't mind that kind of thing, but fuck. Like they're they're trying to pass her off as if she's Andre the fucking giant. <laughs> she took a bunch of Jamie Hayter's clotheslines, which are like her finishers, and well, yeah, that's moment. exactly what Sir James said, as a matter of fact. Didn't she take three of Hayter's clotheslines? Yeah. yeah. It was something like that. That's true. That Just bad. Very true. Bad stuff. Anyway, the outside hers are backstage, and they all want oh. the women's championship. That's uh, it. How does wrong. that work? Well, first of all, can I say Tony Storm looks so much better tonight with with her little Princess Leia? I actually you know? like the look much more for her right now. I'm going to surprise you. What's I thought that? so too. Oh, well, there you go. There's two of us. I, I legit think that her problem for a few weeks there is she was wearing too much makeup. Like it made her face look really unappetizing. Yeah. Well, she appetizing, she does look naturally better word, right now. But... Uh, uh, even the hair color, she made a hair color change too, where it's white instead of blonde, sort of thing. Yeah, some people just look better when they don't try to doll up that much. I don't right. Know. Whoever told her to change, uh, I like it. It was us. She listened to us, and we told her that she was it not. Could have been with John Waite. <laughs> Jump, wait. Oh, jeez. Uh, Maria right. says it's all due to Omega having a fetish for her when she was a kid and got her in AEW when older. And Sir Jam also said the same thing. The only and mistake he made he in that was the, was the word when, as if it's past tense. Well, mm. true. Yep. And Sir yep. Jam agrees with us with the Tony Storm comment. Actually, Chris, do you, oh, you, you agreed with us too, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I think she and I think Tony Storm is actually really pretty. I think she just legitimately looks better when she's not caking her face with makeup. And, and I, nose, I know lots of people like that. Is a bit of a pecker, if you know what I mean. <laughs> she, has, she has very prominent features and she doesn't need makeup to accentuate them. Exactly. Right, right. Yeah. She, she actually needs to be softened up a little. Yeah, a sure. little bit. Exactly. That's like um uh Amelia Clark who played Daenerys Targaryen. If you ever see her in like ba- in like interviews and stuff, she has like very prominent eyebrows. Like her eyebrows like stand out on her face because she clearly doesn't pluck them, um, <laughs> which is like a shocking thing in Hollywood. And like it's instantly noticeable, but it doesn't make her look ugly. 
Like she's Hasn't still she got very the one pretty. Eyebrow? It's true in the, in the biopic. Bert from Sesame Street is playing her. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Hey, All right. Bert. <laughs> All right. Uh, JAS say that the acclaimed are joining, but the acclaimed say they're not as they wrap to the ring, and <sighs> then they basically say that they're going to have an eight-man match on Friday. So they right. just. So, so they said no, but they're still doing the match. This makes sense. So, the, the, like, this is something that could have had more time if Tony wasn't trying to fit fourteen things into an eight-segment show. This is dumb, guys. This was yeah. Seth Rollins coming out to sing his fucking song and then fuck off back to the back. <laughs> this was so Literally for Monday night. It might not have been that bad, but it was. But it was. Oh, I, mean, I don't know, Jeff. It wasn't as bad. awkward. Okay, it might have. It was very bad, but it wasn't as awkward. Right. Okay, that's fair. The the rap was actually pretty good though, because he said something about he's got more lies than George Santos, which that. that oh was, yes, and oh. he also said um, about what JAS stands for, uh, something uh, just acclaimed scissoring or some shit. I. Sure. That's what it was. It was pretty corny, to be fair. But I don't know. He, he, he was funny, and I, I don't know. This whole thing. I'm is over the acclaimed guys. I used to love them. Even Chris used to love them. We used to be fans of theirs before anyone even I said s- they I liked still, them. I still like them. I just think they're going to tweak the gimmick a little bit. I think it's got stale. <laughs> they're getting but... stale, exactly. Well, we on. just we just saw this story with the ass boys and the acclaimed being mismatch buddies and two tag teams that make no sense being friends and of course within left i mean this is so the the acclaimed is going to be involved with the jas and keith lee is going to be involved with the jas and is action on yep. done with them i mean action and dready i mean sammy guevara is the only member of the jas who actually has something of a story right going. right that's true. all i all i know is if anybody if Chris Jericho sees anybody tweeting about anybody on the roster, they're going to have something to do with the JAS. <laughs> All right. All right. So we get a video package next about MJF getting a key to douche city in New York. Uh, <laughs> cool. Then MJF comes out dressed in a white suit and uh, like gets Michael a great Buble. ovation. You remind yeah. me of Michael Buble, Canada's he, own Michael Buble, as a matter of he fact. He looked like a million bucks. Uh, he came came out in a white suit, uh, got a great ovation from the Long Island crowd. Uh, he goes on to sing Pennies from Heaven. And I mean, he sang this whole fucking really song. Really good, too, man. Danced around the good. stage in the ring. Um, I fucking love MJF. I loved this segment. It was so, it was so wrestle crap. Like, it, it wrestle was like, crap. It was the wrestle crappiest wrestle crap that I might have seen in the last year. But it was so fucking good. I love MJF so much. As much as I hated this because I feel like it doesn't belong in professional wrestling, in my opinion, right? He did pull it off like a million bucks. I'll give him that. But come on, man. Uh, I don't need to see this shit. Like, really? And why? And this all all it does for him is make him into a baby face, dude. I know we're in Long Island. But still, a heel shouldn't be doing this shit. All right. If, if you think that in 2023 somebody singing pen- the entirety of Pennies from Heaven in a wrestling show makes them a face, I think you are very confused, Jimmy. No, but it's just the way he went about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Well, he was he was a crew. Listen, 
I hated this segment too because I, I don't I don't see what it has to do with anything. I mean, normally if it's on your day, someone else is entertaining you. But the main thing is this: this was my grandmother's favorite song, and my grandmother oh, wow. died almost twenty years ago, and she was ninety four at the time. Wow! So, Good on so, you, man. So so this this was the favorite song of a. What what's after a, a nanogenarian <laughs> something a novogenarian um, plus twenty years? I mean, what an old fashioned song! And I guess it's old. I I hated the song and dance number when him and Jericho did the T for two. Me too. At least this wasn't as like dream sequency. This was just this was out there and happening. But like like I'm not sure if MJF is auditioning for WWE or for like to have his own Merv Griffin show or something. <laughs> like, feel like he wants to have, like like he was doing a really good impersonation of Bill Murray when he used to do on Saturday Night Live the lounge singer with Star Wars. Nothing <laughs> yeah. but Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, no yeah, crazy yeah. Star Wars. <laughs> I mean, I just I just couldn't take any of this crap seriously. Um and by the way, he's from Plainview. And yes, in Long Island, there's two giant towns. One is Hempstead and one is Oyster Bay. But no one actually thinks they're from Hempstead or Oyster Bay because they are also small towns as right. well. With but there's also Queens and Brooklyn. Well, those That's are boroughs of, of New Island. York City. I know, but they're part of Long Island. That's what confuses me, but whatever. Ge geographically, but but that that's where they Plainview is way far away from Oyster Bay. You know it's from Oyster Bay? Billy Joel's from Oyster Bay. <laughs> And I know where MJF is because that's where I banged his mother and we conceived him. And, <laughs> yeah, and, that's and, right. And that it, was the old joke. Entirely different direction. Yeah, that's long-term storytelling right there, Jeff. I like that's, it. That's, that's, that's right. We're gonna be, <laughs> we were going to do the whole Dominic Ray thing, but it was taken. <laughs> I forgot all about that, too. That so was such to, a long time ago. We have to wait ago. a year, you know, because that's how AEW is. you got to wait. Ah, it's true. All right. So there's a local politician who gets booed. Because of course he does. That was um, bad. He talks well, though. This guy he fucking did. I'll give him that. Absolutely. Has even know. said this guy could. Uh, this guy could be a manager. He took the heat like a champ, too, man. Like I mean, he just blocked it out and continued talking, which you should be doing when you're getting booed out the building. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, yeah, he's, he's a politician. Well. Right. Absolutely. He's like, For oh, sure. they hate me. I'm gonna say what the fuck I want anyway. But but that was uh, embarrassing the way they booed him, though. I'll, I'll say that. But still. Uh, it was great. And the way that MJF reacted to it, too, by being like, don't embarrass me, guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, this was great. MJF is fantastic. He makes the crowd give him a you deserve this chant. This is more local stuff. Nobody cares about. But where this arena is, it's where the Islanders play. Right. I, it was called Nassau Coliseum most of my life. That's legendary. In town, <laughs> that's in the town of Hempstead, not Oyster Bay. Oh. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> oh, well, you know how they are. It's like when they do shows outside of Chicago, but they call it Chicago. Yeah, you know what I mean? I know, but they got the wrong county executive. Yeah. Is that, I don't know if that was done by design or. Oh, yeah, just, just plain, I guess Plainview, but here's the thing. I'm not sure the Plainview is still in Nassau. I thought Plainview might be just over Nassau Suffolk County. County, but it oh, might be on okay, the border. Right. It might be on the border. Because there's not Nassau County and Suffolk. Uh, county, right? Mm -hmm. Anyway, Maxwell gets an ADD chant going from the crowd. That as well, was fucking which... funny. That was funny. 
I've never thought in my wildest dreams I would hear an ADD chant in professional wrestling. (laughs) That was was funny. People just like to chant things. More as MJF as the victim chants. Being being semi-inspirational. I mean, so, I don't know. I thought this whole thing was a little bit weird. No, it it sucked. It sucked. It really did. Well, I mean, I was going to say, was it entertaining? Yeah, it kind of was entertaining. Yeah, the second part was much better than his fucking uh, cabaret shit to me. And he got plenty of time, which is, it's the one thing that didn't feel rushed on the show, so that was all right. But then at the end, it ended with a, a, a fart in church, because Jungle Boy, oh, is, uh, oh my God. The, the one guy wearing sunglasses and a balaclava, you know, in 80 degrees weather indoors, you know, well after anyone's worried about COVID is there. And, and you know, MJF is like, we practiced this for a month. Like he, he wouldn't recognize the guy. And it turns out to be Jungle Boy who tries to attack him from behind. But MJF gets the I... better of him. And they're booing Jungle Boy, which is great. That was brilliant, right. I recognized that it was Jungle Boy, even with the Barraclava on for crying out loud, man. Uh, Come on. How how many girls are that small? (laughs) This guy, today you've been hitting some fucking good one-liners there, Jeff. I'll give you that. Good call. Good call. But how weak was those shitty punches when they were resting around? How slow, the way they they were turning each other around on the ground looked so shit. And the punches were just pathetic. What the and fuck? And was, was wearing a dinner jacket. What? The, why? Are you <laughs> on top of that, have some class, oh. man. Don't fight someone with a dinner jacket on. <sighs> dumb, <sighs> dumb as shit, dude. Low yeah. class. Well, Absolutely. you know what? You know what, guys? I'm yeah. I'm standing with Grandma Lippman on this one. And, uh, <laughs> I loved this segment. This was great. <laughs> so you're um, legitly. I thought you were being sarcastic when we we're talking about this. Was this actually Grandma Essenfeld. Essenfeld. <sighs> okay. Well. Rest in peace to Grandma Essenfeld. Which and also means the Eastern Fields. And <laughs> also, she would have loved this. So, I love it, too. Um, I love it for her. Um, anyway, the rest of this, yeah, gets pretty silly. Uh, Jack Perry attacks MJF. Security separates them. While they're separated, Sammy Guevara comes out for his match that's oh. coming up next. He holds up the belt. Uh, he gets an MJF and Jungle Boy's faces. I don't know why Jungle Boy was upset about it. You want the belt. I want the belt too, dumbass. Um, MJF, it made sense because don't touch my belt, motherfucker. Um, but right. this the, this next thing was just an atrocity. Well, did you guys notice a trend, though, after this segment? From this match also, the match coming up and moving it's not forward. not a match. Well, yeah, it was whatever it was. We'll get to that in a second. But the crowd went flat from this point on towards it. For the whole rest of the show, it was just they didn't give a fuck after that. Did you notice that? Anyone? I mean, what are you gonna do? Like, how are, th- this is like this is like somebody trying to follow Brett and Austin at Mania <laughs> Thirteen. Okay, you you do you do pennies from heaven. It's over. Send everybody home. They can go home now. You can't you can't run a show in in Nassau County again for like a month after this. You just <laughs> you do pennies from heaven. Everybody goes home. They're happy for the next month. They don't need any more professional wrestling. Well, to be fair, I think the you know Mr. Commander took it away from them and Sammy for that matter. But and boy, did they not care about Sammy. This was embarrassing. Yeah, well, Sammy nobody cares. Sucks. Sammy. Nobody likes Sammy. The only person no, who likes Sammy is Tony Khan. But literally, I mean, I was looking at the crowd. They literally were looking anywhere but to Sammy, or they were flipping the bird at him. One way or the other. They just didn't care. They didn't react. They didn't do nothing. They just didn't care. Well, 
Let me just answer your one question because I, I don't think the crowd was flat for everything. I think the flat crowd was into the BCC, even though they're not supposed to be. And I oh, think that the crowd was into FTR. Um, mm, not as loud as usual, in my opinion. Well, I mean, let's face it, with as little attention as this supposedly very important match should have gotten and, and didn't because wow. there was a million other things going on on this show tonight, frankly, most of which could have waited or be staggered out. Um, the outcome was never in doubt. I mean, it really wasn't in doubt anyway. Did anyone think that they hadn't re-signed when they agreed to this? But there was the element of doubt. But, I mean, when you when you don't make it so, it's, talk about the stakes every 10 minutes on, during this show. Don't wait, because it's career versus titles on the line. We might never see AEW again and FTR, or FTR and AEW again. And, and they we may never see AEW again. Oh, in FTR, they would eat them. Are you well? Look at media. BBC, not BBC. Are you talking big black cocks? Yeah. Listen, no, no, no. He's it's Long Island. They're very sophisticated. He's talking about oh. the British Broadcasting Channel. <laughs> oh, that's right. True. BBC, Long Island, BBC. Very educated, play not... part of the world. Well, All if, right. the, if there's a Blackpool Combat Club, then there's a BBC in Long Island, too. I mean, makes geez. sense. Yeah, well, makes I'm sure there is a BBC There actually is. There is. There actually yeah. is. But Long in, Island in, is a very in Hempstead, place. for sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, so, Sammy and Commander. Um, oh, boy. Is Commander Lince Dorado? No, I thought it was uh, Fuego. No, Lince Dorado has muscles. Lince Dorado is a good physique. He's just small. He might be and he, he might be metallic, but if you if you put him in a shrinky thing. No, he really looked like Fuego de la Sol to me, but I don't know. Uh, I don't it's know. funny, yeah, we all thought he was something else, but he, he has no physique and he wears a mask. So sure, he could be like any no he could be Serpentico. <laughs> Can you right. just remind me guys he, next time I have a cool balance. move to repeat it at least ten times? Yeah. He he is he is great balance. That's it. He can do flips. And he's got great balance. You know who else? The same that? move over and over. Martin. Get into it, man. Just, just broke his ankle. I, you know, I mean, command. I, I don't care what moves a guy that looks like this can do. Just like I don't care about Vikingo for the same reason. I, I, I just don't care. Jump yeah. all you want. I'm gonna punch you when you come down. Well, and to be honest with you, like this, this really like took me. This. I mean, most of what happens in AEW takes me out of the action. It makes me think, okay, I, I can no longer suspend my disbelief at this nonsense. Um, but yeah. this was, and every Commander match is like this for me. Like, I mean, Phoenix is bad enough, but this Commander kid, he does, like Jimmy said, sort of the same move over and over and over Span, again, bro. where he walks the ropes and then does some kind of a springboard off of the other ropes. But Every single time he does it, he has to stand there, pause, take a take breath. A, yeah, exactly. Right. Count to three. Like, dude, if you can't fucking pull it off, then don't do it. Like, that that and was, to... like, the thing about old school, by the way. Like, Taker could just, he could just wrench your arm back up into the corner and get on the fucking ropes. You never saw Taker get up on the turnbuckle and then go... <laughs> Can you imagine that? Before he started walking <laughs> the fucking ropes. And that's right. Taker. But look, to be fair to Mr. El Commander, right? It was impressive. The first time, the second time looked even better, right? There was it's one time he botched it, though. you remember that right. in every town, there's a circus where somebody walks on the <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I, I, 
I mean, I can't do it, but no, well, of the, course, the fact that they got can. some guy out of a circus that, that was a tightrope <laughs> walker, terrific. But you know what? They, we've all seen the old timey ones where there were people who actually did it, like between like skyscrapers in New York City. That's I mean, true. That's I've seen impressive. That. <laughs> I mean, it's almost unreal because you think, how the fuck is he standing on top of a fucking, you know what I mean? Like in New York City without any safety. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's that's that's crazy. Yes. Men had more balls back then, Jeff, compared to now. Let's be real. Tiny but um, now it's tiny balls, less testosterone in, in males these days. Now that's actually want, kind you of true. Be, you don't have too much toxic masculinity. <laughs> too much estrogen levels going it, up you, in men. You end up like Andrew Tate. <laughs> exactly. What's that released and on his way home? <laughs> Is he released? Yeah, I wow. thought he was on I house arrest. Wait, he got released? When did he get released? Ah, I like a week ago. I, oh, I, I think he's on house arrest, but yeah. But he's well, he's back to Commander for a moment, though. Like I said, that move looked impressive at first, maybe the second time. There was one time he botched it when he'd done a 450. If you notice, he landed on his knees and then went forward onto Sammy to, for the pin, but he kicked out. But anyway, the point is, he impressed me once. He maybe impressed me twice. After that, I'm like, is he really doing that shit again? And then again, and then again. did he do any other moves? Yeah. I mean, it felt like he well, didn't do anything else. And this is exactly the same problem that, like, I think Jeff actually brought this up after the Vikingo match. It's like, okay, but now we've seen it. Like, right. Okay, you can do some cool stuff, but now we've seen it. Does anybody give a shit to see it the second time? Especially and, if you saw it 10 times, Chris. No, exactly. Um, anyway, Sammy gets the win here. Um, wow, is he bad on the microphone. I think he was rattled, man, by the fans. I'm telling you. He rambled, like, and what's he saying? How is he saying it? I'm not sure exactly what it is about Sammy Guevara, but keep that man away from a fucking microphone. That that kid cannot talk at all. People Especially, compared this fucking kid to Eddie Guerrero at one point. Oh, my. Yeah, Fuck that made me all sick. all of you who made that, that made comparison. me sick. They were saying that from day dot, as a matter of fact, Chris. About yeah, it's Sammy like, Guevara. It's like, yeah, Ricky Starks is The Rock, <laughs> yeah. and that kid is Eddie Guerrero. Go fuck wow. yourselves. Absolutely. I, I, I ditto that. Go fuck yourselves. Seriously. Any sign language? Go fuck yourselves. Basically anyway, as well. Jeff, did you, did you notice anything in this promo that was worth talking about? Uh, I mean, I, I, I mean, I thought that I mean, Sammy's a terrible promo deliverer, and the crowd really doesn't like him. And it was, you know, it's like he remembered he was a heel, but it was mostly a face promo. But, I mean, he did say interesting things in that, you know, you're in the inner circle, then you're not. You're in, you're in the pinnacle, then you're not. You love the company, then you don't. You're Cody's friend, then you're not. Oh, how you're many times I mentioned Cody, man? He really was in the firm, uh, then you're not. You know, so, you know, he said, I, I, you know, I love this place. You can boo me all you like, but I'm never going here. This is not a stepping stone to, to something else, which I think was only emphasized, I'm, I'm sure, entirely unintentionally by doing a song and dance routine as, as if he's like, you know, trying to be, a, a, you know, have a host of variety show. But uh, aside from that, not very much. By the way, I was I just learned that Shaw Guerrero uh, issued a statement and wow. she said that it is true that the father did an unwanted touching, a sexual assault on oh, her. Oh, no. Sister. He said, no it way. Is, it's not cool. 
But when she, for Sherilyn to say that the family abandoned her is also not true. That mom and Chris, I don't know who Chris is, uh, you know, I, I, and the family, we went to therapy. We tried to support her. Oh. I, mean, I didn't have time to read it because I'm trying to pay attention to our show too. But right, right. there is a statement there. So it's true, but she's denying that the family completely abandoned her and says very sad and we, we, we need, you know, basically we need to get together. But he said, she's saying, Sherilyn, what happened to you is not okay. It's never okay. So, you know, it's terrible, but maybe it's, so, you know, but it, it may not be as black and white as to the whole family as it is. Now, what, what the, the husband do, did and why he's still there and how's that even remotely acceptable that I don't know enough about, but I mean, when you're hitting on your stepdaughter, that's pretty, that's that's like that's like uh that's like some Woody Allen shit. So so you're telling me now that right Vicky Guerrero, yeah, so exactly. So Vicky basically knew all about this, and she was lying in her statement. Then I guess. Well, that's all, what it seems all, I can, like, all right? I can tell you is 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 to read Shal Guerrero. Was this Guerrero's. on Twitter or or Instagram? Yeah, Okay. I, I think it's Twitter. All right. Oh, no. Medium 5 says Vicky just admitted her guilt also. Well, she said that miss... well, did she? I mean, where? Or is that a joke, right? Yeah, I'm not sure. Kept stayed with this guy due to... Oh, yeah, true. So I guess there's some point to that because if she knew and she's denying it, then... Yeah. I, I don't know. Whatever it is, it's, it's hard. I mean, we talked on the machismo how... The best case scenario is a really, really sad, dysfunctional family, and the worst case scenario are hideous felonies. Yep. Yeah, well, that's fucked 100%. up. Hundred percent. Not cool. Not cool. Not cool at all. Anyway, uh, speaking of not cool, see that's a transition. Uh, Hook versus well, Ethan well, Page. Well, what do you think about the Sammy Guevara issue? You asked me, but I, I think that you probably wanted to say something after that. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh no, I already said Sammy's terrible on the microphone. Yeah, he did. Yeah, like, he is terrible. He, he can't deliver anything with any kind of, like, the right emphasis. He never knows if he's a – I never know if he's a heel or a face whenever he talks. Like, I don't know. I just – I don't see any any star potential in this guy. He's a perfectly fine guy to have around, I guess, as long as he's not injuring anybody. But a pillar? Right. And, no. And and he's got kind of small. Remember, there was that year when he was really working on his body, and he got himself up from one seventy five to like yes. one ninety, one ninety five, and now he's clearly right that right back down to like one seventy five again. You know what's and funny? Same with Jungle I Boy. It, I felt Jungle Boy's definitely lost a lot of muscle mass. I agree with mm -hmm. that, but I do feel that Sammy Guevara looked a bit more muscly for me for some reason this time around. Not much. But, yeah, yeah, definitely not. A couple of years ago, he was he, he he had he put some work in, and then someone told him, "You don't have to work here." <laughs> um, but they they had these weird, awkward segments where you're seeing Jungle Boy watching from behind, surrounded by security because he's so dangerous. He's a he's a loose cannon. And then like uh, Darby <laughs> Allen was looking from the rafters, a dugout. You mean Sting? Uh, uh, it wasn't Matt Sting. It's Sting. I didn't, see, I didn't see Sting. I saw Darby. <laughs> No, it's no, that, that was Sting. Yeah, exactly. Mess Sting. Remember? No, well, I definitely saw Darby. Um, <laughs> he doesn't remember Mess Sting, clearly. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway, 
Don't I mean, worry. It's something we used to say years ago, Jeff. You know, because there's like because there was Surfer Sting, and then there was and then there was Crow Sting, <laughs> and Darby is is Meth Sting. Meth Sting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Got it. This um, goes back to about two two years ago. That was probably two years ago since you said that last. Chris. I know. We haven't said that in a long time. But anyway. Well, yeah. Anyway, so we've got the we've got two of the three pillars there, and two of them are observing the, the other one, which I guess is just going to be cucks. a repeating trope. They're all yeah. cucks for the belt. Jeff, because they're not winning it anyway. It, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's fine, you know, because we, we know what we're getting. We're going to get a, a fatal four way. I mean, and if I'm Adam oh. Page, I'm really pissed that why am I not in this thing and why am I still getting beat up by Moxley and crew? Like, <laughs> like isn't this a, what shouldn't this have ended five weeks ago? Uh, and, and why am I not getting rescued by the door quarter? I mean, like I said the same thing. I we'll said the it. same thing. Yeah, true. We'll we're moving it. too far ahead. Go All right, Hook versus Ethan Page for the FTW Championship. Hey, remember when the FTW Championship wasn't recognized by AEW? Mm-hmm. Well, don't tell me it is. Pepperidge Farm remembers. Um, Hook wins after some assistance from Hardy Party. Uh, and then Hook Yachty. fists Hardy and Isaiah Cassidy coming back up the ramp. Where's Quinn? Probably injured. He is injured. He is? Because I haven't heard nothing about him. Yeah, he's injured. All of these fucking guys keep getting injured because they're not good workers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. They're stuntmen, and stuntmen <laughs> often get injured. Um, all right, coming up next, the reason why at least 1.6 million people are going to tune in this week, uh, <laughs> Nigel McGuinness introduces <laughs> Tony Khan, who uh, he announces that <clears throat> four years, three years ago, Four geniuses in professional wrestling, Kenny Omega, Young Bucks, and Cody Rhodes, brought to us a show called All In. That show would later become the basis of All Elite Wrestling. Now, it's coming back, but in London, in the Wembley Arena. First of all, Chris, you pulled that off fucking good. That really sounded like TK. I'm not going to lie. You. That was Thank great. But just look at this guy's face. I mean, seriously. <laughs> if he's not doing coke, I, I'm nah. I'm sorry. He's do- Exactly. He's got to be he's on, on Adderall or coke. He's got to be. You can't be like this, man. It's... Uh, it, you know, it's funny... What what exactly is Nigel McGuinness going to do in this company? What uh, don't what? worry about Nigel McGuinness. What he's going to do? Did you see the way he reacted at Tony talking? That's what, what made me laugh. What is Nigel McGuinness going to do in this company? I don't know. What does uh, the Big Show do in this company? Oh, what does yeah. Mark Henry do in this company? <laughs> <laughs> just sign him. That basically we need a we need a T shirt that's just like just fucking TK looking coked out of his fucking mind, and the caption <laughs> should just read "Just sign them." <laughs> or just line them. <laughs> sign them and line them. <laughs> Literally, he signs them, lines them. I should have done the Coke rib today, Chris. Damn it. Didn't think. Yeah. All oh, right. well. Next Well, time. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's the big announcement. And Adam Cole well, did most of the announcement. Oh, I yes. Mean, I forgot. That's true. Why? Why well, is Adam Cole doing this? Well, didn't we call this anyway on the machismo that the London thing was going to be the big sure. announcement? And that's I mean, exactly it, what it was. It was it was in the top three. The one thing I knew it wasn't was another TV show. I mean, 
I mean, I think it's funny that, it, that it's not this freaking video game, which, by the way, the, the if you pre-ordered it, your your shipping date is now January 3rd, 2024. It's moved from, from October? It's, it's, moved, it's moved from March to May oh. to Christmas, <laughs> now to next year. I mean, these are just placeholders. I mean, what the hell's going on with this game? I, How hard I, is it to make a video game? I, I, no, 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 no. The problem is... and. Kenny said this when they were laughing about the game, first of all. Well, were, yeah, Kenny's a uh, known truth teller. Right? Okay. On the swerve pop. No, really, he said it, right? And I believe it. Apparently, you know how there's a lot of blood in mm-hmm. the game? Have you guys noticed that, the way the bleeding is on that? Yeah. Well, they're, they're trying to get a, 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 a T14 rating. It was already, that was approved like two months ago. Are you sure? They said it wasn't approved. Yes. I thought they were having trouble getting getting rights to the name i thought they couldn't name uh, it right forever gcw that- filed an objection in the trademark office, but gcw even said we're not trying to go to litigation we're just trying basically they want some money they they, they want some money i you know so i don't maybe that is holding up yes maybe that hasn't been worked out but it, they, they got the teen rating well this was about a month ago this podcast so I don't know, no, but that's no, what they no, said. No, because you guys are on a different Swift. timeline. Because you're talking about something what? that Adam Page said. He called it, said it was two months ago, and it was about ten months ago. No, well, this is Kenny saying it. Isn't he the, supposed to be the guy that um? Nobody, that he's. Do you think anybody trusts Kenny with anything anymore? <laughs> what? What makes you say that anyway? <laughs> why? Why do you think he's such a liar? He's had four jobs and he's botched them all. The video We're assuming. We're assuming the women's that, right? division taking care of the Japanese talent and wrestling. Well, that's a lot of jobs, man, including wrestling. You know what I'm saying? So maybe he needs a hand. Well, he's well, maybe yeah. he has, but he's but he's botched all four of those jobs, and whatever else an EVP is supposed to do. Whatever that is. Speaking of jobs, coming up next, it's the BCC against the Job <laughs> Squad. Um, the BCC are back to using Wild Thing. I yeah, that's disappointing. Weren't they coming out to like the British Bulldogs <laughs> fucking entrance music last time? <laughs> they were. Bum, 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 it was bum, funny. Bum, 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 <laughs> yeah. Why is a fucking heel team coming out to Wild Thing? I will ask yeah, like this the royal again no, and yeah. again. It's fucking stupid. Maybe, maybe somebody re- reminded them that there was absolutely nobody British anywhere near them. I think it was a rib last week because their look on their faces when the song came on, they kind of were like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? And then Costagnoli even laughed. No, I know what happened. And I and I saw the person who, who escaped from the room. It was Matilda. <laughs> How old's Matilda at this point? 40? Yeah. Well, <laughs> time seven. <laughs> yeah. It'd be an old, old, old dog. 280 in human years. <laughs> 280 years old. She got one of those Dick Cheney hearts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I just, after about 10 seconds of this match, I'm already asking myself, who the fuck is legal? Like, Does I'm it sorry. I know the internet <laughs> loves you, but like, do your fucking job, Aubrey. Like, if somebody's leg is underneath the rope, you can't count the pin. <sighs> If somebody tags in while they're standing on the floor, you can't count the tag. Like, just learn how to ref. You know what? Uh, you know, it's funny you said that. Other than her, all the rest of the refs were actually much better tonight, I felt, believe it or not. They other than Aubrey good. Edwards. But they weren't Sorry? asked to do very much. I mean, I'm not sure no. how, how closely the rules were enforced in the, in the trios match. But 
I mean, who were these three guys? They didn't even get names. One of them was obviously mocking Adam uh, Malachi Black because he had the same hair and he put the thing on on one Did eye. He? One guy was that. wearing like a, a Susan Komen breast cancer wrestling singlet. He was. Yeah. Um, it was. It okay. was. It was Bret Hart, pink and black, but on the front it had that you know the ribbon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the uh, ribbon, right. Yeah, and then I the other you. guy looked like Leon Ruff if he put uh, if he went to Golden <laughs> Corral for four days. Uh, I, I, yeah, I mean, and put on two hundred pounds. Literally. No, well, put on twenty pounds because he was still a small oh. guy, but he wasn't Leon yeah, Ruff but, ridiculously small. He um, was much bigger than Leon Ruff. Yeah, the, the, uh, but you might be confusing the Susan Coleman guy who was a oh who maybe was, who was sort of a fatso. Oh, well, um, I don't know what their names are. So yeah, squat. They were complete jobs, but like. Why are the BCC going against these idiots? I mean, I guess it fit in with 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 uh, Brian's pro. I still have to think whether it's how, Daniel or Brian now. How contradicting Brian was that promo after Danielson did what he did? Anyway, we'll get to that. I mean, Sorry, I thought his promo was great. I love that it was good until he pulled out the screwdriver. He should have called it a- amateur everyone wrestling. That would have been including a great himself. Thing. But then he tried to do the dusty screwdriver thing, and that that just that's that's when that promo went straight out the window once he pulled that out. Well, that's when the so Brian Danielson the takes the mic and he says that he uh, he loves his family and he loves John Moxley and he loves Superhuman and he loves yeah. Cesaro. And um, wait, wait, wait! He said even though a Superhuman is a fucking uh, uh, well, what's it called? Uh, what do you say? Like a little piece of shit. Something. Oh, yeah, that's it. Little piece of shit. Uh, that popped yeah. me. Yeah. And then, and then Superhuman went, yeah, I am. Uh, <laughs> whoop, whoop. <laughs> whoop, whoop. <laughs> whoop, whoop. To my jiggalos and jiggalos. Yeah, exactly. Fuck this shit. Uh, yep. Danielson introduces something of an Imperium character as he's talking about wanting to be- bring the professional back to professional wrestling. Um, it's a little that bit of that. General. Well, it's a little bit of that the mat is sacred kind of a thing going on. Um, yep. Not when so- you pull that screwdrivers, though. So cue the rhinestone cowboy uh, who jumps in the ring with four men who beat him up because Dumbass that's what cowboy. happens when you try to fight four fucking people. <laughs> How dumb is uh, a cowboy? I mean, dark, dark order. Yeah. Uh, Brian calls him an amateur. He says nobody loves Adam Page, and I have in my notes, where are the dark order? <laughs> I think we're all wondering that. Where was the elite? Well, the elite are in the hospital. Well, where's Kenny more particularly? He's crying about about um, Don Callis being in the hospital. Yep, he's he's he's, he's holding twenty four seven vigils and hunger strikes at the hospital until <laughs> until the, the Bucks and Don are okay are out of the woods. Yep, because he loves uh-huh. them, not out yeah. of oh, well, see, that's true. They he know. Does. See, that's they true. know how to love, which is exactly what they're going to do with this. He's going to. He's gonna be. They're gonna beat up Adam Page probably for another two weeks. And he's gonna talk about how nobody loves you, Adam. Nobody loves you. Nobody loves you. And then the elite are gonna come out and they're gonna rest nights. And then they're all gonna hug. And then they're gonna be like, "We love you, Adam. We love you, man." Yeah, and then hopefully Adam Page turns and beats them and goes, "It's a little fucking too late." Yeah. Hope you hope so, but is it, is he going to say that? I doubt it. Well, first of all, he would go. It's a little fucking too late. 
<laughs> it's a little too long. Why does his Dollywood shirt? So why why does your version of Adam Page sound like Jordan Peterson? It's great. <laughs> it's supposed to sound like Kermit the Frog, which is exactly like, what Jordan Peterson sounds. He does. Like. Well, that's, that's exactly what I'm going for, and that's why. Yeah, so it's, so it's, it's like, not like when, when I do. A, it's not like when I do a foreign accent, and they all sound vaguely Macedonian. I lo- I love I love Doctor Peterson <laughs> okay. by the way. If anybody's listening, I'm just I'm just saying he does sound like Kermit the fucking Frog. Well, he's like, "Hello, I'm Kermit the Frog from Sesame Street." I mean, the, the weirdest thing is that Adam Page and Evil Uno both sound like Kermit the Frog. <sighs> Evil Uno can get fucked. Evil Uno sounds like Kermit the Frog if he spent way too much time in Paris. Right. from Montreal. Evil Uno is definitely an incel. <laughs> I can't argue that. I mean, yeah, for sure. I agree. I mean, maybe I mean, like Grayson, who owes him two jobs now. <laughs> I, I personally think he's fucked nothing anyway, ever. Yeah. Like I said, he's an intel. That's it. He's never fucked anything. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, all right. So, yeah, Danielson attacks Paige with a screwdriver, and then he just keeps talking about how the BCC are the only real professional wrestlers in America. No. Um, again, fine, I guess. I, I don't mind the character of, of, like, we're the real professionals, and it's important that people are real professionals. And, like, I kind of like it, to be honest with you. I, and I, I really feel like this would be a good way to bring CM Punk back. If that's something that they're willing to do as like, uh, as like, well, I think they almost have to. Yeah. If they're going to try to sell out Wembley, like, (laughs) um, but yeah, you know, you, you have the, you have the elite basically push back and say, no, like we know what it's like to be professionals and blah, blah, blah. And then CM Punk comes out when they're having their big match and CM Punk helps the, the real professionals in the BCC win, you know, well, see, first of all, you're right. It was good, right? I think Dan- uh, Brian Danielson's promo was good. But my issue is when you say about, to- when you're talking professional wrestling and all this shit, right? And then you pull out a screwdriver. I'm sorry, that, that just goes straight out the window. You're full of shit. Because you don't pull out a screwdriver after you say all that bullshit. That's right. Like, real I'm real sorry. technical wrestlers use sledgehammers. Get it right. Oh, sorry. That's right. Sledgehammers and screwdrivers now at this point. Sledgehammer. No, really. <laughs> so does <Anyway>. Disco. <laughs> so does Disco what? I don't know what that's referencing. Uh, uh, um, neither do I. But, uh, all right. Disco's yeah. great, by the way. Um, he is. Anyway, main event time. AEW Tag Team Championships. Uh, the Guns versus FTR. So FTR's career is on the line tonight, but if they lose, um, you know, I, I figured, you know, if they if they were to lose tonight, they could they could borrow my mask and tights and they could play Los Conquistadors for a while mm. until they figure mm. out a way to get back in. But were were the BCC ever really getting booed? I don't think they were really even getting a reaction, to be honest. I thought they and, got cheered a lot more than they got well, booed. Yeah, I, I actually, that's, oh, that's what I'm getting. I think they were still getting cheered, which is not. I mean, when you do that, you're you're supposed to tell the world, "I'm full heel." You're supposed to hate me, and it wasn't working. Well, I do want to mention because you guys wouldn't have seen this, but I did because on the fight um, TV feed, you don't get commercials per se. So they were sure. sitting. Um, 
Sorry? Show off. I'm so, Well, you can watch my version, if you know what I mean, how we've done it in the past. But um, the point is, no, really, it is much better, though. That's why I don't watch the ESPN feed version. But anyway, um, they were sitting amongst the crowd waiting, waiting. The song was just playing. Joy gives me the fast forward through things. Yeah, but you get the best parts during the commercial breaks. I kid you not, because the commentators shit on everything, dude. Like, they shit on everything. Legitly. Well, why don't you take notes on that so you can tell us the good things and just tell, instead of just tell us that they shit on it? Just watch Botchamania every week and you'll find out anyway. I'm not watching uh, any more content. All right, anyway, well, yeah. Media M5 says uh, Disco uh, sounds like Kermit the Frog also. Um, I, I would counter that. I would counter that what he really sounds like is Guido the Frog, but uh, we'll just leave it there. Um, why the fuck... <laughs> Who's oh, okay. the frog from uh, Hello My Honey, Hello My Baby, Hello My Ragtime Oh, fuck. What, are you, what is that frog? It's like, like Erwin R. Frog or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, oh, he's yeah. the WB J frog. something frog. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, my darling. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. in my head, too. Uh, all right. But, Damn okay, so. Maybe last MJF week. will do that next week and you'll like it. <laughs> Maybe. So, Maybe. last week, the BCC. Um, they came out to, again, the British Bulldogs music or whatever the fuck that it was. And then they were back to this. Tilda's anthem. Okay. Why the fuck did they play Many Men by 50 Cent for the guns? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. You're right. And even though we got shit, bitch, and all sorts of swear words, they bleep out the fucking swearing in the song. Like, really? What the fuck? Michigan J-Frog. Um, Michigan J-Frog. Thank you, Media oh, 5 Excellent. Nice. That, that, that's my night is complete. I didn't yeah. even see that. Um, oh, yeah, there we go. It's Michigan J Frog, too. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, many men. Great tune, but why the fucking guns? I just. I, fuck? It doesn't matter, Chris. It does not supposed to make sense in AEW because who the fuck knows? Because uh, the, the, the boys said to Tony, this would be really cool to come out to. And he's like, I don't know, of course, I have money. And then Billy said, Come on, scissor me, daddy ass. <laughs> For sure. Okay, that would have cost a lot of money, I think. 50 would have fucking said, hey, cough up. Or, or Aftermath, for that matter. 50 didn't sell his water company for less than $20 million. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's what I'm saying, Coca-Cola, dude. so. He got half a bill for that. Oh, yeah, he like, did. He did. He did. It's true. Ridiculous. But, and I mean, he, I, there were... There's actually licensing companies that represent more than 90% of recorded music out there. And they actually have like rates for how long the song is and where you want to play it. And how, I mean, there's, there's like a whole, there's a whole like Baroque formula. It's, 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 it's probably not as expensive as, as you think for one time. It's, right. it's oh, different when they wanted time. to get Europe's the, uh, the final countdown. And that also, 20 Europe million, might not 50 be million. represented by that agency. They may hold it themselves because frankly, it's all they it's all they have <laughs> right and as i always say if it ain't baroque don't fix it That's exactly all right um the match here is really simplistic uh it's which works shit, well no, just say it, it works well up. to it hide sucked. the guns weaknesses they're not uh. these guys can't have a great match um one thing there was way too much talking by the fucking announcers about everything else going on like at one point they're, they're 
they're having a fucking wrestling match where these guys, their career is on the line. And it's uh, who's wrestling next week. Swerve Strickland has an announcement. Battle of the belts. Billy Starks is in is in action. ROH tag team championships are on the line. Call what's happening in the match, you fucking amateurs. Whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down for a minute. Did they say that about Swerve legitly? Yeah, they said Swerve Strickland had an announcement. Okay, I, miss, I must have missed that. And there's going to be a Ring of Honor Tag Team Championship match on Dynamite? Not on Dynamite. On Friday. Oh, on Rampage. Still, it's on AEW yeah, television. It's Again. QT, it's QT and uh, Powerhouse Hobbs against Penta and Felix. <laughs> This is doing so much for powerhouse Hobbs. This is doing it's this is doing nothing for Hobbs. It's it's doing something for QT. Yep. QT work on the damn QTV. It's not bad. It's pretty good. If you actually work on it, that'd be fine. Leave Hobbs alone. It's actually funny. Yep. Yeah. He doesn't need to be in tag team matches. He should be killing people solo. And this yeah. is dumb just so Penta and Phoenix can get a win back when you, QT, will lose the match. Everybody knows that. Or there'll be some sort of run-in, but since there's only been two DQs in the history of, of yeah, AW, true. you're still going to be the one to lose the match. And maybe afterwards your goons will beat up Apprehend us again. Nobody cares. Nobody wants this. Hmm. So I thought we are getting Pent- Pentagram and Felix the Cat. Are they Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions for real? They are? Yeah, they won. They won. They won in that match where they broke what's his name's fucking leg. Chris, quote quote me to Jimmy. (laughs) What? What am I quoting? About the Ring of Honor ladder match. I don't remember what you said. I I I, I, when when asked who's going to win this match, I said, "Oh, they're the least. They're the least Ring of Honor tag team in the match." Yeah, I remember you saying that. That's true. You're right. You did say that. And what do you know? It came true. Ring Ring of Honor is where they send AEW stars to to go, where where they have actual they have no actual plans for them in AEW, but want them to pretend they're still doing something important and prestigious. Hey, here's the belt. (laughs) Yeah, if I had the chin of Sergeant Slaughter, you know when you see him doing, you know that, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's what I'm doing to this one now. I mean that that's why I was so surprised that that uh, Claudio kept the belt because why? I mean. Just let Kingston have it and play around did, in, in there. And why did he Joe, come out with the and why Joe retained the, the, the TV no, he title? Didn't. Why? He didn't. He didn't, right? He no, didn't he actually didn't. come out. Yeah, that's... that's and they had Shibata beat Yuta Sh- for the pure Shibata. champion, which, believe me, I don't give a shit about Yuta, but Shibata? I mean, Shibata shouldn't be wrestling. No, he shouldn't. He's going to die in the no. ring. I'm telling you. Like, I mean, especially with these clowns. I mean, at least Ring of Honor tends to be a little bit calmer about it, but but not really. I mean, that's where Dante Martin, you know, broke his ankle this time. Well, and what happens if Dante Martin over-rotates and lands on his head? Like, he did. No, no, know, no. Brain damage, he at least. Chibata's head. Oh, well, Chibata. Oh, Shibata. Oh. That too, yeah. Like Shibata. He said Dante like, Martin, not Shibata. Yeah. Well, but okay, but like okay, but both of these things, right? Like both of these things are serious things that need to be seriously talked about. Like fucking Dante Martin was two was a two foot over rotation away from probably being fucking paralyzed, and Shibata is always one really solid shot to the head away from being a fucking vegetable. What right. are we doing, true, man? I don't have a clue what the fuck is going yeah. on in professional wrestling in 2023, and, dude. And Shibata is not a draw. 
The only reason I know who Shibata is is because his head is broken. And everyone said his head is broken. I, I, you know and then, what's and then when he came out and he stood, everyone's like, this man shouldn't even be alive. The only reason I know who he is, and this is not to put down his thing, I don't know who the best baseball player is in Japan either. I, 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 don't, I don't know who the best quarterback is in Division Two football. I, I don't. I'm sorry. But you know in the NFL. Well, I probably, I mean, you know, <laughs> you because people <laughs> disagree on who it is, and I probably don't. I mean, I would say Patrick Mahomes is the best, but there's plenty of people who could argue. Anyway, that's that's not that's <laughs> not the point. It's just you know, I, I, you know, and unless it's my minor league system, and I'm a real super fan, I don't know who the best pitcher is in division in sing in double A baseball either. It's it's just not something that I know. It's not Whoa. it's not part of my world. Anyway, the, yeah, I would be worried about it. and and. You know, you can say what you want about Wheeler Yuta, but he's a safe wrestler. Daniel Garcia is a safe wrestler. 2.0 are safe wrestlers. I mean, that, that's why they're here, and that's why they're on the cards so often. Tony Nice is basically a safe wrestler. Two, Tony Nice. But, but, but most of these other guys really aren't. Well, um, first of all, yeah. I just wanted to bring up quickly about Ch Ch Chibata for a second. Have you guys noticed how much he's changed physically since his injury too? He doesn't look like the same guy. If you I, I don't know pre what he looked like before. But I imagine if you have a metal plate in your head, you can't lift hard. His features literally have changed since he got his skull broken, literally. Well, I mean, when you, resh when you reshape your skull, yeah, that's going to happen. It's true, man. It's, it's Yeah, it's weird. Listen, Sorry, I had a cousin that when we were growing up, he looked just like Steve Garvey, who was the first baseman for the Los Angeles Dodgers, who was like a big, he was a sex, he was all like like Jim Palmer and Steve Garvey were the hands of baseball players in, in the late 70s, early 80s. He, he developed some sort of acute agoraphobia, probably with depression or bipolar. And it's actually, really? his, the features on his face changed. He actually got physically From ugly. that, a little bit actually like, like, like if you look at EC3 now, his face does not look anything like it did when he was the Impact Champion. He's actually he's like physically ugly. His like his skull is different. His eyes are and and some of that is drugs with Chibata. It's not steroids. It's probably drugs. No, I'm alive. Yeah, I heard EC3 is bipolar. Funny enough, just recently, like a couple of days ago, there's something wrong with him. Or well, how does shit. he how does he know if he's controlling his narrative then? <laughs> well, who's controlling his narrative at any given moment? Well, <laughs> that's also true. Yeah, EC3 has gone weird anyway. Let's be real. What happens to your bipolar when the polarities shift? <laughs> like when they meet Jeff, in the when they meet in the middle, are you perfectly normal? I'm, I'm going to get yeah. heat because I used to say most bipolar time, booking. Most of the <laughs> so, time, people with bipolar are perfectly normal. Like most of the time, most of them are just like very normal people, and everything is fine. And then just they go through. Well, they go through. They go through moments of extreme either depression or right. uh, euphoria, and both of those things can be really, really Crazy. dangerous for people right. too. So, yeah, and you've you've actually spoken about it like quite a bit, actually, Chris. So yeah, at length, way too much that's length. Uh, that's Even last what she week, said. I think. Um, <laughs> wow. But uh, but yeah, this match ends with FTR going over. The end was a little contrived. Mm -hmm. um, there was definitely. Uh, somebody was overthinking this. It should have just been Shatter Machine, go home. Uh, but, yeah, sure. FTR win the belts, and uh, Mark Briscoe comes out right at the end. He's on TV for about two Half seconds. Second. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we fade to black. So 
I guess that's fine. I like the result, but I mean, really, 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 like this is one of those situations though, where like it, it was underwhelming. The match wasn't great, but honestly, if Jr. and the King were doing commentary for this, it would have been seventy times better because Jr. would have been laser focused on what was going on in the ring. He would have been telling this story about these guys who they might never wrestle again here in AEW, you know, and think about all the things that they've done here in AEW and think about what it means for them to wrestle here in AEW and blah, 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 blah. There's a hundred things that JR would have said that would have made this match 70 times better than it was. Well, they're trying to have the match and you're just telling me, oh, next week there's for 45 fucking seconds. Shut up. Call the match. Medium 5 says, wasn't a great match. Guns could have been pushed better. No angles or good setup for this. Only decent thing was finish. We all knew FTR would win. I didn't like the finish. I thought it was stupid with two basically... You know, uh, sun, sunset flips and a and a, and a roll up. So I you mean, you don't need to do that. You yeah. you don't actually both need to pin the guy. So why was the other pin even happening? Right. I, I have I have no. I mean, it doesn't make them look strong. If anything, the big rig <laughs> makes them look stronger. But um, yeah. I. But this match should have been the feature. This match should have been hyped all night. No, and they were just too much. Night. I mean, oh. you're in Long Island, so you can't get around MJF. You know, night. Well, then don't book this match here right. then. But you could have delayed Nigel McGuinness. You could have Junior. delayed the announcement about the UK, but well, it makes it pops ratings. Tickets uh, don't go on sale till May, first of all, which is right, funny. So, so you're right. right. So you, you could have delayed it by a month. Um, you didn't need to have Jay White coming tonight. I mean, it's fine. It's, it's just there was too much. You had three, you had what, two, three title matches? You had the trios championship. And all tag matches it? other than one, I think. Or oh, two. You had four actually. title matches. The FTW belt with a oh, turn, yeah. by the way. Matt Hardy turning on Ethan Page. Who cares? Like, all we're going to see is the same people dancing with each other. And, like, they were finally cool with each other. Like, they were finally, it's like it almost was a unit where it almost could be entertaining. And now no. it's not going to be, and they're just going to be adverse to each other. And it's like, nobody gives two fucks. By the way, <laughs> you guys see the picture of Jeff Hardy? No. Why? What's so up? There's a picture. Someone caught him in the airport in LA. Oh, he looks old as fuck. No. He, he, he looks like really? CM Punk, man. Wait, wait, wait. Is his hair all white now and shit? Or? It's black and gray. I've got it's to gray, see this. yeah. No shit. So he's not even taking care of himself, basically. I gotta check this out. I mean, he was wearing a tank top. It didn't look like he was. He didn't look like an athlete. That's for sure. Wow. Did you think he's coming back, guys? Does Everybody anyone... has looked like an athlete. Uh, well, that's true too, except for maybe the late nineties. But no, but uh, I mean, he's oh, he, he looks muscular in a surfer way. Not you know. Yeah, um, I, I get you. Right. No one really fucking used to say how small he was. When you think about it, right? I mean, well, he's, he's, I mean, the, the sad thing is, he, well, I did because I'm a sizist, but I mean, the one thing I've been consistent in my entire life, but, uh, but he's actually not, he's actually tall. I mean, AW, he's, he's, he's very tall, you know, compared to most of the people. Hmm. Yeah, true. Uh, where'd you guys see this peak, by the way? Twitter, Facebook. Okay. It's sort of been all over the place. It's all over. Um, all right. So yeah, that was the so. But yeah, that was the show. I mean, you know, we 
sort of went off the air abruptly and we got uh you know a special announcement and uh tag title change um really really long match for the women's championship i don't know i i'm maybe i'm a little bit maybe you know the well has been a little bit tainted because i just watched wrestlemania um (laughs) but to me this was this was like a d show i it was really bad there there was there was nothing on this that really redeemed it other than the purely the booking of the main event which i was happy to see ftr win the titles but like this was very flat um although i'm tempted to give it an a plus just for pennies from heaven but uh i will stick with my with my mark of d um jeff give us a mark and then tell the people where they can find you well, better than Raw, which I gave, I think, a D-plus to. So I guess I have to give this a C-minus. Um, I'm going to give it a C. Uh, I mean, Jeez. this has not been the greatest TV week. Where can they find me? Acres Fell MD on Twitter. You can find me right here on the PWC on Way Too Many Shows. We also cross-pollinate with the Hominy Media Group uh, which and Channel Attitude. So you can find me on some shows there, too. And uh, then... Uh, Allegedly, we're recording the Hammerlock Hangover tomorrow night with uh, Kenya. I used to say it's every fortnight, but now it's every, uh, <laughs> it's more like every 40 days. So um, we're, we're going full biblical on you. Yeah, of biblical, you took the words out of my mouth. Damn it. Speaking of biblical, <laughs> Garden of the Doom. Uh, Atlantis this past week, Osiris today, and this coming week, Tartaria. Uh, and uh, Garden Views, I recorded another Garden Views, which will be out next week. Why? Yeah. Oh, no, God. no one's gonna follow me anyway. Yeah, it's alright. Move along. <laughs> Why do you have to ruin it, Chris? I, I'm, this is not ruining it. You're ruining it. <laughs> uh, all right, Jimmy, yeah. uh, give us a give us a grade, and then tell tell the people where they can find you. Well, I'm gonna agree with you, Chris. It's easily a D for me. Uh, this show sucked. For, I just didn't like it. Uh, everything there was too many tag matches. First of all, an overload of tag matches. Uh, and I just didn't care. Everything was a mess. The match that we should have been sort of talking all about sucked in my book. And I'm talking about FTR and the guns. But um, yeah, other than MJF, and even I hated that, right? It doesn't belong in wrestling, in my opinion. He pulled it off like a champ. So just for that alone, I'll give it barely a D. But still, I didn't like the segment and I hated the end of it. But uh, yeah, it's a deep Chris. But am I supposed to give my socials too now? Is that what's Go going for on? it. Yeah, tell the people. Oh, well, give us but... a grade and then tell the people where they can find you, Okay, Jimmy. sorry, man. I'm just rambling a bit there. But uh, well, if you want to find me, you can on Twitter at the PWC Network. That's for all of us. And also at DJ Mass Effects. Please like and subscribe right here at the PWC Network.podbean.com where you can find all our shows, including this one. And also at channelattitude.com where for five bucks you'd see all of us and more at channelattitude.com and at hamindmediagroup.podbean.com we can find all our affiliate shows including Jeff's and I think that's it Chris right on you can find me at basically everything that Jimmy and Jeff have just mentioned and also I'm on Twitter I'm at ChrisAms1 you can follow me there and listen or read as I uh, talk to you about uh, politics pro wrestling and just whatever the hell comes to my mind um Thank you very much to everybody in the comment section for uh, coming along on this ride with us. And, uh, yeah, everybody who listened in uh, later, 
Uh, we love you guys too. Thanks for listening. And uh, that's about it. Peace. Bye bye. And bon Jeff. voyage. Stay even, my friends. Ole!
like professionals to you. They look like some people that EVPs might have hired, and they're nothing but a bunch of amateurs. Amateurs, impotent amateurs. And as I look around this building tonight, I think the four of us, we're the only professional wrestlers in this building tonight. In fact... Well, there's one man that may have a oh major boy. difference in opinion. And, and he is just... Here comes another amateur! To the ring Here with, comes another amateur! With four men looking at it. Yeah, that's not too smart by Hangman Adam Page. What do you got, Hangman? Be careful. Wow. Oh, Hangman. Well, he's going to be taking the fight to him. Right at Moxley, but the numbers immediately catching up with Hangman. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I respect his toughness and his heart and not want to take up from these guys, but, man, you walk in against three or four men. Yeah, Claudio Castagnoli, his, his power just overwhelming Hangman, holding him in the ropes. As, as Wheeler Yuta and John Moxley You're an amateur! You wanna know what a professional is? Claudio is a professional! You wanna know what a professional is? Mox is a professional! You wanna see what a professional is? Wheeler is a professional! This, this is hard and to watch. I love these men! I love these men! Do you know what? You don't have anybody who loves you! Is anybody coming out from the back? No! Not a damn person! Because nobody loves this man! In fact, they don't even know what love is! It's hard to watch, guys. It really is. The Blackpool Combat Club just but I know utter what love dominance. Is. In fact, is that a screwdriver? When I've been at home. I've been teaching my kids a few things. A few things about how to fix up your house. And I think the house that is AEW needs to be fixed up from all these. Amateurs! 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 Uh, don't do Amateurs! It. Yeah, this... Amateurs! Danielson, don't do this, Brian. Wheeling. Oh, oh no! no. He's gouging the. What the hell is going on? Driving that screwdriver into the face of Hangman Adam Page. This is grotesque. This is beyond the bounds of anything we've seen. An unconscionable assault. Hangman is an amateur. Like I said, we 
are the only real professional wrestlers in this building tonight. We are the only real professional wrestlers in AEW tonight. Hell, from what I've seen this week, we are the only real professional wrestlers in all of damn America tonight. Sammy Guevara attempting to climb his way into a shot at MJF in the AEW World Championship, but he has the high-flying luchador commander across the ring for him, but he's got commander grounded, Taz. Yeah, he does, and that's what you want to do. You want to ground an athlete like commander, because the guy can fly. Now you see Jungle Boy watching on if they get into that fight out here and spoiling uh, MJF's party. And you saw the security detail keeping Jungle Boy Jack Perry separated yes. from our AEW World Champion MJF. And now Sammy, delayed vertical suplex commander. Couple knees to the top of the head of Sammy. And a shot to the jaw. Commander backs up Sammy and, well, reverse hook on Rana. Commander, two, no! That was wild, craziness. So difficult to pull that off. Commander, I mean, he's, there is no one quite like him, Taz. He floats on air, and so it seems. Yeah, he really does, and, and I, I don't think he's done. He's going to walk these ropes again. Commander, that's like a high wire act guy. High, high wire act Jones or something. Look at this guy. Look at this. Again, Commander walking the tightrope, floating on air, and crashing on Sammy Guevara. Now returning Guevara to the ring. Commander, perhaps on the verge of an upset. Look at this. Look at this. It's like being down the road at JFK, man, watching a plane take off or land or whatever the hell the planes are doing when they fly like that. Usually wow. they land when they go down. They land, they but, go down, they yeah. fly when they go up. I, Commander, he's thinking this rope walk shooting star press. No, lands on his feet. Guevara rolls through. Running boot, knocks Sammy to the floor. Commander. Great respect shown by this Long Island crowd to Commander who comes through the ropes. No, Sammy coming in, Commander up to the top. Phoenix splash! I get it. Two, no, again, Sammy kicking out. Yeah, that would have been an upset for sure, but Guevara's in trouble right now. Commander's got all the momentum. Commander throwing everything he's got. He wants to come away with what would have to be considered an upset victory here tonight on Dynamite. Yeah, I was just saying that, and I agree with you, but I, I got my my gut tells me he's going to these ropes too much. Shooting stroke. Yeah, there you knees, go. Knees up. Sammy stopped him. The roll up by Sammy. Commander able to kick out. I said my gut, but Commander's gut got eaten up by the knees of Guevara. Now Guevara's saying this is it. We're done here. Sammy Guevara with Commander on the back. They can G-T-H. Connect. No. Commander rolls through. The leg is hooked. Guevara able to break free. Thrust kick knocking, knocking Commander back to the corner. Yeah, Guevara's got him lined up, though, dude. Sammy. Charging in, Commander. The Bandera sends Sammy out to the apron. Commander, the kick. Sammy Guevara stuck up on the ropes. Yeah, he is. Guevara moving around a little bit with his feet, trying to maybe go to the top. Commander had his back. Oh, Darby now. Darby Allen, the fourth pillar. Looking on high in the rafters in the UBS Arena. Commander, opposite side of the ring. Uh-oh. Walks the ropes, Sammy! With the cutter, he brings Commander crashing down. Now, Sammy, 
He's got him up. GTH, the cover, and the win. Taz, the people may not like it, but you have to hand it to Sammy Guevara. Between Rampage this past Friday, between Dynamite here tonight, he has come away with solid wins over highly regarded international opponents. There's no doubt about it, if you like Guevara or not, he really has done what you just said. Watch this, just countering. Again, going to the ropes too many times in my professional view was Commander, and he got caught. Guevara too smart, and that was it. The GTH connects Sammy Guevara with the win, and our colleague, Tony Schiavone, standing by with the victorious Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara wins again, proving you, my man, certainly should be considered for a title shot. I'll take that, I'll take that. Hey, look, Tony, I just did something a world champion doesn't do. Wrestle. Honestly, honestly, what was that shit I was just watching? American Idol? You know, Max, you came out here and you said you beat every single one of the pillars. But let's be honest, when you and I got in the ring, what actually happened? Let's go back. Jacksonville, 2021, main event of Dynamite. I had you beat. Until another person you used came out and helped you win. Max, you didn't beat me. Sean Spears in a steel chair beat me, bitch. So if we're supposed to be, if we're supposed to be the four pillars, the four people that have been building up this company since day one, and will continue to build it to higher heights, it's safe to say your side wasn't built by you. Your side was built by the people you tricked to get here. You lied, you cheated, you manipulated your way to the top. And honestly, Tony, I'm almost jealous of it. But Max, you're finding out what I already know. That I would hate who I was if I wasn't myself getting to the top. Because who the hell are you, Max? You were Cody's friend, and then you're not. You were Tony's friend, and then you're not. You were in the inner circle, then you're not. You're in the pinnacle, then you're not. You're in the firm, then you're not. Max, you did the one thing that I will never do. You sold your soul to be a pillar here. And that's why as far as my side and how this was built, I built this shit brick by brick, match after match, moment after moment after moment after moment. I put my heart and my soul into this place. I honestly don't care. You guys can boo me, you can cheer me. I'm not going anywhere. I love AEW. I'm not using this place to go anywhere else. This place has given me so much more than I can ever ask for. I met my wife here. I want championships. I may have been at pay-per-views. So I'll be damned if I'm gonna let some rich bitch from shitty Long Island of all places tear everything down with this bidding war of 2024. So screw Jungle Boy. Screw Darby Allen. 
and screw MJF because Sammy Guevara is your world heavyweight champion. The stakes could not be higher in our main event. It's the AEW World Tag Team Championship of the Guns versus the AEW Careers of FTR. And Dax Harwood got a crucial tag from Cash Wheeler right there, guys. Yes, exactly. You got to fight for your life right now if you're FTR, especially Dax, because he's been sitting on that apron. His partner's been getting worn out. Your career's here at AEW on the line. His partner's so worn out, he's still on the floor. One man against two right now. Yeah, and it's extremely difficult, but he's doing a great job as Dax. Again, so much on the line here, Excalibur. Dax oh. underneath, short arm Lariat takes down Colton Gunn. One of the greatest strikers in the business. Dax, Dax Harwood. Yes, sir, buddy. As he sends Austin Gunn into the corner, Austin reverses, Dax reverses, Dax underneath again. Lariat attempted, he was swinging for the fences with that one. He telegraphed it too. Oh. Austin stepping through. Locked for the second time. And give him the, oh, the up kick by Dax. Inside crowd. One, two, almost two-time champions, FTR. Yeah, I'm sorry, Dax. Phenomenal counter move by, by Dax. Ooh. Man. And coming up live this Friday night, 10 night central on TNT. It is Rampage Anna J versus Julia Hart. And plus the FTW Championship rematch. FTR almost did it. Wow. The FTW Championship rematch, Hook versus Ethan Page, Jade Cargill and Taya Valkyrie will sit down face to face. The Acclaim versus and Daddy Magic, Cool Hand, Ange in eight-man tag team action. As FTR, DDT, Swerve Strickland with a major announcement this Friday live on Rampage. Plus Darby Allen, one-on-one -on -one with Lee Moriarty, then immediately following Rampage's Battle of the Belt 6 live on TNT. Orange Cassie puts EW International Championship on the line against Drillistico. Jade Cargill faces the young phenomenon, Billy Starks. Plus the Lucha Brothers will put their newly won Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships on the line against QT Marshall and Powerhouse Hobbs this Friday night. Yeah, Friday night is going to be massive for us in AEW, man. Just sitting at your TV or your phone or whatever and enjoy it. Nice reversal right there by Austin. Hey, oh, this. Up there. Blind tag was made here, guys. Good call on that, Shivani. You are correct, sir. Cash yes, sir. Wheeler. There it is. Oh. Dax Harwood, Spike Piledriver. Yeah, he got to get him. The cover. Two. No. And he had that. He had it. Dax had it. Dax Harwood a heartbeat away from not only preserving the AEW careers of FTR, but becoming two-time AEW World Tag Team Champion. And he was talking to himself right there, a little frustration in Dax, as you can see. Well, you read about frustration. Are they pressing? Is FTR pressing because the pressure's on them? Good point. Good point, Austin yes. gone up to his feet. They were, going the big ring. they were going for the big ring. And the reversal. Now, the 310 to Yuma was blocked by FTR. Austin, here it is! Here it is! Shatter Machine by FTR! Oh, buddy, can he get the cover? One, two, no! Oh, my God, he had the three count! Hey, Colton, great job by Colton, like it or not. Oh, come on. No, that's smart. You gotta save your tag team title. And he wanted the guns want the DQ. The, of course the they want the DQ. The guns want the DQ because that will end the match. That will end the careers of FTR. And, and, and they retain their titles. And, and Paul's having no part of it. And that's the referee's discretion. That's it. He said, come on, we're still wrestling. Good call, Paul Turner. Good call. And face first, right into the steel post, goes Cash. You know, you know Paul Turner doesn't want to see FTR's AEW careers end like that. Great standing switch. 
Oh, Colton Gunn with the assist. Ooh, God, he got it. And Dax, they collided heads. Austin Gunn with a chance. Oh, can he get him? Two. Was almost the end of FTR. Good gosh, that was close. What a kick out by Dax. What drama in this match. What a night it's been top to bottom. Ooh, there's so much on the line here, though. There's so much. An opportunity to win the tag team titles or FTR. Thanks for coming. You could be gone here. Austin Gunn potentially on the verge of ending FTR's time in all elite wrestling. They said they'd win it or they'd walk away from AEW to end their career. And it looks like Austin Gunn is feeling the moment. Remember the guns, they've defeated FTR before. Dax Harwood, oh, no! Barely escaped. And oh, inside cradle by Dax. One, two, and no! Austin able to break free. Perfect inside cradle, not enough to get off the jackknife cover right there. Jackknife, but... Dax's body, he wasn't... Oh! God, come on! Watch the, watch the DQ! They're, they're trying to get the DQ again! Don't give it to him! That was some low book. That was the Ambag City right there. Yeah, Calling for the bell! Calling for the bell! Oh, Wait a minute! Oh, Cass, he stopped Paul Turner from going for the DQ! He's begging them! He's trying to preserve the AEW careers of FTR! Oh, wait! 310 to Yuma! It may not matter! I think FTR is going bye-bye. God, what trauma in this match. How close did they come to the careers being over? I mean, we either going to have new champions or it's going to be the end of FTR's career. That, that's what's going to happen here when this thing concludes, whatever it concludes and ends. Oh, man, look at this now. Dax in trouble. He's going to fight, man, and he is fighting for all he's worth from the top. That's the right hand. Austin goes down. Again, those hard strikes by Dax Harwood. For all he's worth looking, he's just hanging on up top. Oh, the Colton Gunn tried to slide one of the tag team titles to... Referee stopped it. Oh, they, there's the other one. They're doing everything they can. Oh, Every dirty trick they can pull. They're off two belts. Paul Turner, he's completely unaware. Hey, come on, don't worry about it. And Dax, Dax may be unaware as well. Yeah, the referee has no clue that Austin has that title. Oh, my God. Oh, God. It's over. It is over. And there goes the evidence. Not like... Goodbye, FTR. Two. Oh! oh! Hell no! And that was two inches. Two inches from that referee's hand. Paul Turner's hand hitting that mat. 2.999 added for Nightum. But Dax Harwood still in this fight. Listen to the fans. FTR. Yeah, they understand what's on the line. This could be the end of FTR. Right now, if you're the guns, you got to keep that pressure on Dax. How much more can Dax Harwood take? Wow. Yep. He's Damn. not backing down. Yep, that's his response to all of that. But the 310 to Yuma? No. Dax, the right hand, fighting his way out of it. Rolling over the top, thinking sunset flip. But instead, look at, look at Cash here. Cash, roll up. Got double pin here. Dax and Cash, One, double pin. Two, two. Yes. Wow! The winners of this match and new AEW World Tag Team Champions FTR! Fans are going bananas here! Two-time, two-time AEW World Tag Team Champions 
Dax Harwood, Cash Wheeler, FTR, and not only that, they will remain part of all elite wrestling. And here comes Mark Briscoe making his way to the ring. Well, thank you for joining us here tonight for Dynamite. We will see you next for All Access right here on TBS. Don't go anywhere.
The PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to.